Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and I'm fighting a vicious <laughs> case of the hiccups, not hick burps or burp ups. We'll see how this evening goes. But we have a whole bunch of stuff to get to. Some good times to be had, of course, as we settle in with a little NFL chitter chatter, some Major League Baseball playoff action, and the almighty, inescapable vortex of the DC sports suck hole. Striking yet again and taking the Nationals down, which all of our Mets fans, which there are many in the sports brew, not me, but there are many, uh, secretly revel, or perhaps not so secretly revel, in the fail-tacular fail buckets, the rainbow of fail, the epic fail. I don't know how many different ways you can describe the fail. Bad breaks, bad beats, bad bounces, bad luck, whatever it is, it's all mixed in. And it's a big fat bag of BSE Butt Suck Express. If you, if you, heard, if you ever heard BSE in a sports brew, <laughs> that is our metric of suck. BSE Butt Suck Express. I think, forget QBR on ESPN. BSE is where it's at because it applies to all the sports. Every single one. And it is glorious. But I tell you what, let's get everybody in. Have a, <laughs> have a little bit of fun tonight, of course. And uh, we'll see where the evening goes. First and foremost, who should we get in here? You know what? Since he, uh, <laughs> since I waited up for him last night, <laughs> and he fell asleep in his chair after the longest, like nine inning. Well, Shannon, how long was that damn game last night? Uh, four hours and thirty-seven minutes. Oh my god! I feel like that game was AKA never going to end. Too damn long. Yeah, <laughs> TDL, man. And that's TDL. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean that was a mo- that was a monster of a game, very unique monster of a game. But it, it did feel like it was on absolutely forever. But first and foremost, with lots of uh, sports we love, our very own D Stat, who will not fall asleep in his chair tonight, at least not yet. <laughs> you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, and remember, you might get called up to the New York Football Giants. It might be the big blue D Stat crew before much longer. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm telling you, best flex position ever. Running back, wide receiver, fullback, tight end, man. D lineman. Oh, it just you just you, you can be like an all down, you know, all down player, one down at a time before you have to gas off and run to the sideline. It'd be great, man. Exactly. Taking back old school, playing right. both sides of the ball. <laughs> uh oh. I thought Shannon was gonna totally drop it. That's what she said on playing both sides of the ball. Well, he said it. Yeah, I know, I know. All right. Ready to hit your cue, brother? All right, here you go. Three brew and fun. Woo! Woo! You said balls. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did, man. Very impressive. Mark Dane Jacobs. What? That's right. Mark Dane Jacobs. Mark Dane Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they they go about briefly? uh, Thunder and Lightning? Tiki Barber and Ron Dane, is that what they did for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of going that's going back. When was that? God. Feels like a while, oh, man. Oh eight, oh nine. Yeah. Or no, it's gotta be before that. I think it's before that, bro. Oh six, oh five. Uh, we'd have to we'd have to look it up. Maybe uh maybe our resident researcher, old Giggity Giles, can check on that for us. But you hear you hear a little chitter chatter from him and you know he's got a big old game. Titans, Colts, Monday night football, right? Woo! As Bart Scott would say, can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. What's going, what's going on, Shannon, man? Oh, gosh, dude. Heck of a heck of a 
uh, game tonight, man. Syracuse upsets Clemson. Dude. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? It, I think I'm, ta- I'm calling it now. This is the week of the underdog. Yeah? For college football, this is the week of the underdog, and it started tonight, Friday the 13th. Friday, the, and it, yes, we are we are throwing down on a freestyle Friday, and it is Friday the 13th. How about that? So God knows what's going to happen on the podcast tonight. Wild and wacky. You never know, man. <laughs> you never know here on the on the Sports Brew. <laughs> or, as Bill O'Reilly might say. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> I still love that sound. I just love that sound bite, man. And, and, and quite frankly, that one too. There you go. That's the one we needed for uh, old Bill O'Reilly over there. Anywho, yeah, Friday the 13th, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see what kind of shenanigans we get into over the course of the evening. There very well might be a few. I would not be uh, would not be surprised, man. Would not be surprised. And Randy, our resident New Yorker Syracuse fan, dude, you yeah, have buddy. to be. Are you an unofficial member of the Bills Mafia like today? Because I, I kind of get the feeling you could party like they do uh, in the tailgate. <laughs> stuff. By, by the way, did you see the Bills fan trying to steal like the the, the ketchup dispenser from the stadium? <laughs> that surprised me. <laughs> I was like, of all the of all the things you're trying to take, why are you trying to run off with like a gigantic ketchup dispenser? Why do you need that at your house? Like, I totally understand if you take some extra ketchup packs from McDonald's, right? I totally get that, especially if you couldn't if you couldn't get your, you know, Szechuan whatever. Everybody was going absolutely unnecessarily bananas about, but like trying to steal a ketchup dispenser. What are you gonna do with that? Totally unnecessary. But Randy, yeah, I, I know you got to crank up, and quite honestly, this is for you. Yeah. Because I know you made a hell of a drink, friend. Indeed I did. Nice yeah. big old uh, 50-50 here. Half vodka, half cranberry juice. Big glass, too. Not one of those tiny-ass glasses. No, no. A big upset deserves a big glass. Damn straight. <laughs> big, uh, and on Friday the 13th, Woo! See? It's freaky already. So, all right, all right. right. <clears throat> all kidding aside, and we still got to get Whitfield in. We'll get him in in a second. But how in the hell... Did Syracuse knock off Clemson? I mean, the only—I mean, one of the things they did was they just put a lot of pressure on uh, on Bryant there and knocked him out of the game. And they just kept running the football and ran down their throat. Eventually, that you know, when you run, you know, when you have the ball almost forty minutes. Good and the other God. Team, yeah, yeah, they you gonna get tired. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I think that would they just followed their game plan, even though there was a crap ton of penalties that's but. right that 40 minutes 40 minutes of ball control buddy you said <laughs> balls yeah you know eventually you're gonna wear down uh that uh feared defensive front seven that clemson has yeah and that's exactly what they did that's pretty beast pretty beast well, Shannon. 40 40 minutes of pounding the ball down their throats that's what she said <laughs> well <laughs> whoa whoa hey, who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> Whoa! Oh. My god, my goodness. Tell me how my ass tastes. Great ass! Oh, okay. Well, I mean, why not? Everything just gets crazy all of a sudden. I could not fit one more thing inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
one. And I did you play that one at random times. It just gets me, man. I know. <laughs> and I did look up that one thing for you. Yeah. Uh, Ron Dane was a giant from 2000, 2004. So, oh, wow. Brief. Early 2000. Brief. Brief stay. Yeah. Brief stay. That's when uh, Thunder and Lightning came about. Yeah, old, old Thunder and Lightning. Very nice. Uh, Shannon, I, I guess just out of curiosity, key takeaway from Syracuse Clemson, um, other than ball control, because we've certainly talked about, you know, no shortage of balls here. You said balls. Well, that's a huge win for Syracuse uh, to get them ball eligible um, and, and to get the confidence going. I mean, they've got a pretty good quarterback. He's he's what, just a junior, right, Randy? Yep, he's a true junior. And, uh, you know, if you're a Clemson fan, uh, I wouldn't worry too much. It's a road game. You lost your quarterback. I don't I don't think you're going to fall too far. You know, just go no. go win your comp, go win division in the ACC, go win the ACC championship. You should still probably make the playoff as long as you win out. So, I, Well, Clemson's plenty capable. So. Yes, they are. Yeah. And. You know, if if um, Kelly can't go, Kelly Bryant can't go, then you know they got. I would imagine ten days at least to get, or eight days at least to get uh, the backup ready. Yeah, get so, them ready. Get them ready. They will be just. Mm-hmm. And I guess that means we got to get old. Uh, it's about time to get old. The fantasy failhorn. Got to get him up in here. He gets a special Friday, you know, Friday the thirteenth intro. What's nice. up, bro? What's up, sir? How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, man. How about yes. that? Uh, how about that Packers Cowboys game, buddy? That's, that was a great game. Uh, you know what's even better? A San Diego Giants game. The Giants are zero and five. <laughs> he would go there, wouldn't he? Like out of the gate, he he would do that. And, and the thing is, he's just following up with what I said last night. I know, I know. We were laughing about it. We were like, <laughs> we we're like, all right. Whitfield's three key themes: hate on Eli. Hate on the Giants and Packers Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, <everything>. yes. <laughs> uh, so predictable, but funny enough. Funny enough. Anyway, uh, man, I tell you what, we got a lot of stuff, and I, <laughs> I don't know how we can start. A, it's Friday the Thirteenth. We'll have some fun with that. But I, I, I was thinking of like horror movies, and I heard you know, obviously, uh, this is kind of a fun day for radio. And so you heard people talk about, you know, and that's why I wanted to give, you know, Whitfield the old Michael, Michael Myers theme song because you're a big Halloween fan. And uh, yes, sir. correct me if I'm wrong, didn't you say Jamie Lee Curtis was coming back? Yes, she is. It's pretty sweet. I the hope, way I, they're doing it. Yeah. They're doing it like, from what I'm read, is they're doing it as if Halloween 2 was, never happened. Yeah. She never went to the hospital. It's a continuation from what happened that night into 30 uh 40 years later well i hope they do it well if you're if you're bringing her back to the franchise i hope they do a good job and we certainly are in the are in a, a period of uh, uh well hollywood loves a good old reboot anyway that's nothing new about that but i i hope that uh that's one of the it's a long established franchise obviously uneven some movies are better than others what are you going to do but uh i hope that they do that well i'm happy to see her back to reprise that role we got all kinds of random stuff going on man you know, Terminator franchise coming back, <laughs> doing this thing with Halloween. We have another Star Wars movie coming out. Yay. Episode um, 8, baby. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, man, that trailer, I was hype. I knew that, you know, they've had teasers out before, but that was really cool on uh, Monday Night Football. I liked how they had, like, the the uh, <laughs> yeah, the dudes, like, all the Stormtroopers, like, walking out <laughs> in the costume. By the way, did, did anybody think uh, Gruden was in, was in costume? 
by chance? You think Gruden? You, you never know. You Could think Gruden? Been. You think Gruden was one of them? I really want to know. I think that'd be absolutely fantastic. I, I think Gruden would go for the Chucky instead of a stormtrooper, man. Maybe, maybe. Do you think he ever did that as? Did, did he? Do you think he ever did that as a Halloween costume? He had to have right? at least yeah. once. Must have. If he did, he had. Uh, he yeah. Come on, man. All right. You can't, so he had to. Have. All right, Justin. Just an honor, and just to get out of the way. Favorite horror movie franchise. Favorite horror movie Saw. franchise. Saw? Saw. Solid solid pick. Solid pick. Whitfield. Halloween. Halloween. That was quick, man. Randy. Hmm, I have to think about this. I mean, just about any campy no, 80s horror movie that I can think of. I mean, but I'll, in honor of the holiday or the day, I should say, I'll go with Friday the 13th. Wow, all over the place. Uh, Mark, did, you know, do you, do you want to throw your hat in the ring here? I'm I'm not a, not not a big horror guy, but I'll say the movie the horror movie I like the best is is Exorcist. It always will be. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the this season of the New York Football Giants is your favorite horror movie <laughs> of all of all time. That's one hell of a horror movie. Is it? You're so fixated on this. I I, I thought you got I, the memo. I, I uh, Chief Nation, baby. Chief <laughs> <Deep> Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty fantastic. Abandoned. Oh, man. That's okay. You got to have rooting interest. If your season's down in the dumps, you got to have a rooting interest. And you got to, you know what? Um, Look, you got Alex Smith you can pull for. um, And I think that's a good story. You got some young guys. Kareem Hunt's obviously pretty fantastic. Um, I think the Chiefs are compelling, and that's going to be a team that's easy to root for um, to see them have some some success, some playoff success. They're obviously going to have, barring something weird happening, they're going to have their fair share of, of regular season success. It really becomes a question of what they do uh, to set up and get into and then what they do in the postseason. Uh, but that's going to be a, a compelling story, I think, as it unfolds over the year. And I think the Chiefs are going to be a team that's easy to root for. Again, we talked about, you know, uh, you, in sports, you always ha- you have the teams you you love and the teams you love to hate, and you know people are going to love to hate the Patriots. That's not going away, uh, and so you want somebody that can that can step up. And the Steelers aren't looking so hot. The Broncos, I don't believe in their offense or defense is legit. But I don't believe in their offense. The Raiders, I you know I don't know uneven until Carr is back on field and and right. I don't know you know you can't really expect with so much. So hopefully his back's decent enough that they're okay. I had better, higher expectations for the Titans, but got to get Mariota back on the field and see where they go. But the, you know, I think the Chiefs are going to be an easy team to, to kind of pull for. I mean, and, oh, yeah. you know, unless maybe you're a Raiders, Broncos, or Chargers fan, then maybe not. But uh, and that's probably a, that's a that's a decent call, Mark. That's a decent call. No, no hate for me on that. Um, as far as my favorite stuff, I don't know, man. You know, I've kind of I, I loved the early saw, like the like the I'd say the first two. After that, I didn't really care. Scream was kind of fun for a period of time. Final Destination, I thought, was pretty neat. Um, I was never really big into the Hellraiser stuff. Nightmare on Elm Street was okay. You know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I can absolutely pick one that's like absolute. But uh, probably the most impactful the first time I saw it was the was the Saw stuff because it was so different. It was yeah. so different. Yeah. And so calculated. I, I mean, that was a pretty that was a pretty gutsy movie. I mean, some of the other stuff. Like I remember as a kid, it was freaky as a kid, you know. But um, oh, yeah. and now there's it, another one that's coming out into the month. What? Another Saw movie. Jigsaw, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. That's one of those things. You know, I liked the first couple, and then I just I stopped watching them. You know, uh, and maybe maybe at some point I'll, I'll I'll pick it back up. But I think 
once I got the Saw four, I just didn't care anymore. It's kind of it's kind of how I felt about Survivor. Like I loved the first two seasons of Survivor, and then I just didn't give a crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Seen it, done it. I don't need like Survivor. You know, heroes versus villains versus players versus blah blah blah. I just don't need it. Now my wife loves it, but pff, I don't. I don't. I'll watch it, but I don't really care. Uh, anywho. Maybe, maybe unless they did Survivor like Mensa versus Trump, I might be able to get down with that one. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, anywho, well, let's get on this Nats thing, man. Um, we have plenty of NFL stuff to talk to, but uh, I do think the Nats uh, deserve a special mention. Uh, we're talking about horror movies and bad seasons and bad breaks, bad beats, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Mark, you're, you're mired right in the uh, the center, the centerpiece of DC land, right? So. I would imagine you have plenty of friends, neighbor, neighbor, neighbors, neighbors, um, <laughs> neighbors. There you go. Uh, that are uh, DC fans, you know, DC sports in general, even if they're casual. So, what was kind of the mood? Because you had Game Four, and I, that was really weird with Strasburg, where he wasn't going to pitch, and then he did pitch, and he pitched beautifully. And, and maybe you have that. You, you carry some momentum. And you go. Can they actually get this done? Can they get this done? You know. And then it just. I guess if if you take it as an observer, you go, that was an incredible game. Some of it's incredibly weird. Some of it's incredibly bad. Some of it's – but it, that was a compelling, ridiculous game that had stuff – I mean, it had certain things that had never, ever happened before in, like, MLB, like, recorded history, right? So it, it was fascinating from that component, but the inescapable suck of the D.C. sports suck hole just reeled him back in, man. Bad breaks, bad calls, bad beats. Again, however you want to, fr- however you want to frame it. What was the general mood, and how much did that swing from four to five, and then just the collapse, man? Well, you know, I think uh, you know certainly, you know, going to the playoffs, uh, having you know solidified that bullpen during the season. I mean, you know, they 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 knew they were, in, you know, they and and the fans. I think certainly felt felt pretty strong about you yeah. know, what they they'd done going into the playoffs. I think they hadn't been scoring as much uh, the late parts of the season, so I think they they had some concerns about that. But um, I, I think that everybody felt pretty strong going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and um, I, you know, it's I, I compared to some of the other times, I do feel like you know looking at the series as a whole, I mean, it was a really compelling series. I mean, it wasn't right. like they just rolled over. Yeah, it definitely wasn't just a complete, you know, annihilation. Obviously, it came down to the final game, and you know, again, one that you know, I'm happy to, you know, uh, self mock that you know I predicted to be a low scoring, like three to one game, and uh, so much for that. Turns out, you know, four and a half hour, you know, nine to eight <laughs> <laughs> uh, slugfest. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, as much as yes, I mean, I, I definitely wanted the Cubs to pull it out. Uh, of course, I, I've, I felt for the Nats, and I, yeah. I felt for their fans. I mean, I, I really, you know, they absolutely had opportunities to to, to win it, and I think plenty everybody of felt opportunities. It. Um, they absolutely did, and and, and um, but you know they, they certainly made mistakes, and you know, we, we we highlighted the uh, the Lobaton getting you know picked off first in the in the eighth inning, and and I don't know if we're all on the same page with that, but I mean I I do pretty strongly feel like it's it's just it's not the spirit of the game yeah. to be able to review a tag play and if for a millisecond the guy's leg pops up off the bag and you know because they know they can do it now the, the you know 
the defender, the person um, can can just you know hold the tag on for the entire time. And so for that millisecond, if it happens, he's out. That that's not baseball. That's not supposed to be baseball. Yeah. And and it's just hard to feel it is now. You know, ab- absolutely everybody who wants to, you know, be pretty furious at, at Lobaton for for getting you know too far away from the bag. Absolutely, there's no reason for it. There's just just completely nonsensical. So that's valid, but uh, that was crushing. You know, obviously, I think we've seen in a lot of these games. Well, you know, the right decision um, was to put in their ace Scherzer. I mean, he's the one that gets ends up getting rocked for four runs, and just the most one of the most bizarre innings I've seen in a long time. Um, so many bizarre things happening that inning. Uh, but, but, you know, great job by the Cubs. I mean, they, you know, he, he easily gets out the top two Cubs batters and, and Brian Rizzo. And then I can't remember the first hit. I mean, it was a single, but then Zobrist. Uh, Zobrist. What was it? A solid single? Yeah. Okay. And then a bloop single. And, uh, then Russell comes up and just, you know, bullet down the line and, you know, that got it all started. So, um, some great ABs to to give him a chance. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you get one run off Scherzer, you feel good. Uh, you knock him around <laughs> like like they did. I mean, you feel fantastic, and it's just it's just so interesting. So much of the time, and you think these these aces are nearly untouchable, but yeah, you know, they they're put in you know essentially as relievers. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Is is that one where you think if they were going to pull Scherzer out that or uh, or to use him that it would have been better to, to save him for later and maybe you know did they go to him too early? Was it? I mean, yeah, is it just, is it just a fluke thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's some fluke things in the game, but it, did they did they do, did they make that move earlier than you think they should have? Some people may say they did. I I don't I don't know that I say that. I I, I don't necessarily know that I call, quite call it a, a fluke either. But uh, well, I don't know that it's so much timing. I, I think there's just it's it's just a different mindset. It's just yeah. a different mindset when a starter, you know, is coming in a relief. So it it doesn't necessarily matter when it's going to be. And I, I'm I mean I'm not necessarily calling Scherzer out. I mean I, I think the Cubs did a better job of hitting than he did somehow. Like like you know failing as as, as a pitcher there. I mean I think yeah. he he was putting putting up as usual you know good pitches. But I mean the Cubs just battled. I mean you know. Um, I mean that one that went down the line was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that, that, that was like, that was like that was like I mean per, other than knocking it out of the damn park, I mean could you could they have gotten a better hit? No, no, that, I mean, that was a beautiful you know bullet down the line. There's there's you're not stopping that. So uh, you know it, it's 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 weird. It's it's another year. I mean I I know we've got some stats I think pulled. I, I, yeah, another year where the, the the Nats you know absolutely had every opportunity to to go forward and you know again as opposed to some of the other times where they've just really you know belly flopped out of the first round they battled and they and they played and they were going up against the you know last year's you know world series winner so it's certainly not like they had an easy matchup but they were right there right there at the doorstep and you know still come up just short just, and just so I, there's a lot there's a lot of devastation around dc today uh, and that'll that'll sting for a while and and Sure, everybody's going to hope that you know we'll go into the wizard season and they do better. Um, <laughs> oh, look, man! According to Michael Jordan, there's like two teams that can win, and everybody else is garbage. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but I, you know, it, it's just weird, man. You, you know, how sometimes like you're watching a game and like uh, it, it, it's like one thing kind of starts, ha- you know, like one thing happens. It's like the domino effect, right? It's like boom, and then boom, and then boom, and then. You know, and it like I I I kind of felt like it's a it's like a like a bad infomercial for the Nats last you know last night, but wait, 
there's more. You know what I mean? It, it kind of felt like one of those. Wait, fail more. And yes, you have to give the, you have to give the Cubs credit, right? You, you do, and that's true in this regards. <clears throat> but you know, you think about some of the unique scenarios in that game, and like this is one of them. So you know, in two point seven three. I'm assuming this is M for million um, from baseball reference. I said none of the 2.73 million half innings in our database have ever had all four of these events, right? There's, wow. <laughs> which is the intentional walk, the passed ball strikeout, the catcher's interference, and a hit by pitch. I mean, it's, it's crazy. There are, you know, 22 games that had three, or excuse me, 22 half innings that had three, and only five games had all of those things happen. So that that's a very, very unique set of circumstances. Extremely unique. And it, it, again, the, the pull of the DC sports suck hole, man. Some magical, <laughs> magical, mystical things can happen. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? But think about how unlikely that is. You know, think about how unlikely that is. Uh, and then some of the other stuff, you know, uh, worth whiffing, uh, what was it, the top of the sixth, that slide and catch fail. Oh, my gosh. You know, you got the Lobaton slide in the first. And, again, you know, uh, I, w- I was a little saltier about it last night. Now, granted, I was prepping for the show. I w- wasn't watching all the uh, all the game. But when I went back and I saw that on replay, because I saw the tail end after they had reviewed it when I was walking by the TV. But when I went back and watched that play, I'm like, oh, man. You know, it's like you beat the tag, right? You beat the tag. And I understand technically – Foot pops off, middle second, he's out. You know, if, if you want to drill down it and be that hard ass about it. But I think it's more the spirit of it. He beat the tag. The, he got ruled safe. I, I don't like that that got overturned on replay. And I'm not a Nats fan. Right? I'm not anti-Nats, but I'm not a Nats. You're not going to hear me go, oh, man, let me get my Bryce Harper jersey. You know, I mean, I don't have any real emotional connection to the team. But I don't like the feel. Maybe it's technically correct. But I don't like the feel of how that played out. And I think that, you know, I don't know whether you want to say like the the philosophical point to baseball. I don't like that. And, you know, instant replay and review, it's one of those things you want to make sure you don't, you you can correct something that's egregious. And I don't know if that falls into that category neatly. He beat the tag. You know what? I I don't know. I just kind of look at it like he beat the tag and that should be, he, he, he got back. Now, if you want to say, Granted, uh, Lobaton, maybe he slides about as well as RG3 did. Okay. <laughs> that is fair criticism. <laughs> maybe he should have been close to the bag. I think that's all fair. I think that's all it fair just, criticism. But it just, I don't know. It, it feels a little, that, that's, a, that's a really tough break. Um, and I, I don't, you can argue it both ways. And maybe, yeah, I think Mark, Mark and I are kind of in agreement on that. I don't know if y'all, y'all feel the same way. And again, I don't have any real attachment to the Nationals. It doesn't. It doesn't bother. You know, it would have been nice to see them. I would love to have seen what this team could do if they had gotten out of the first round, particularly as Bryce Harper got some more bats. Um, you know, what did he come back about a week before the playoffs? You know, I mean, it, it would have been nice to see him kind of get back into the groove. Obviously, a good team, great lineup. They got some great pitchers. I would have loved to have seen them get out of the first round, have that monkey off their back, and to see what what they could do if they could play a little bit looser. That would have been nice. It didn't happen. It took some historic things for that to not happen. And Bryce Harper still had a chance at the end to close that damn game out. Didn't do it. And, uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough. That's Dusty Baker's 10th consecutive loss in a clinching game. Scherzer's 7th straight loss in a clinching game. Uh, The Nationals' third game five. Third game five loss at home in the last five years. And the fourth time in six years that they failed to reach the second round. So if you're a national, if you're a Nats fan, I mean that's 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 a lot of salt in that wound, dude. 
that's a that's a lot of salt in that wound. Just Incidentally, it's, side note, which I didn't didn't realize, uh, I forget what radio program maybe it was Rich Eisen, and he said that the, this was the first time the Cubs have won a playoff series in three consecutive seasons, <clears throat> which I thought was wow, like random. I was going to say the the irony of all the things that went wrong for the Nationals, mm-hmm. all that happened to the Cubs before last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you've you've got all anything that could go wrong because mm-hmm. we have our resident Cubs fan Espy. Yeah, like. He had no expectations going into last year. He's like, something's <laughs> going to screw it up. You know, old old Eeyore, something's going to go wrong. Old Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Cubs fans before yeah. last year, before yeah. Game 7. And even with, like, the rain delay and all that other stuff, like, <laughs> it took it took a crazy seventh game last year that curse to be taken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and... and you know, and we can poke at the you know the Indians for some of you know the and well Cleveland <laughs> quite the Cleveland sports suck hole is had had been pretty strong. Um, the Cavs obviously broke broke free of that one. Uh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I, I apologize. I apologize in advance. I do. Yeah, we know. Thanks. We we understand. And somebody's like crazy breathy, so just try to be mindful yeah. of that. Try to adjust your mic there a smidge. I don't know. Let, let me pull up this thing because some of this stuff is crazy. Uh, the Washington Post had an article on the Washington sports misery by the numbers. Okay. So um, 69, that's the <laughs> consecutive. Oh. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Or, number. you know, actually. Uh, ran- are you going to break out the 69 boys? <laughs> In honor of that, <laughs> got to bring out the Tootsie Roll, right? <laughs> you want some Tootsie Rolls? Oh man! Oh Lord! Yeah. Oh, that's under Jock Jams. You gotta love that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the ESPN Jock Jam CDs? Oh my yeah. gosh, that's hilarious! That's to- 19 1994. Oh my god, dude! That's a long time ago. I was 17, man. There you go, Shannon. <laughs> Here, I'll save that into the playlist just for you. Maybe I'll bring you in one night to Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Why not? And and that and that's right, Shannon. When when we break that out, okay. we'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> no, we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we'll do. That's tomorrow. Rand, Randy, even but Randy, this is great. This is great. I, I found this and I was I was thinking, I was, I was like I gotta play this for Randy, man. I don't know how Forty Nine ers Redskins is gonna play out, and I don't know if I'll be watching that game live. I don't know, but God God help me if I'm watching that game live, and uh, and I get a chance to break this out on you, I just I just might do it. Here we go. We got a little Stewie Griffin going Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow and that is it for us today. I'm Stewie Griffin. Thanks for watching. We'll leave you with Sting. (laughs) Cut off his new album. Take it away. I was like, how, I don't ever remember a Stewie Griffin. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need a lot of beer on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Who knows, man? 
maybe Pierre Garçon can like totally barrel through the defense. You never know. It, it may happen. Anyway, uh, DC Sports Circle. Back to that. Back to that. Uh, 69 was the consecutive seasons played by the Nationals, Capitals, Redskins, and Wizards without advancing to a conference final. It is the longest Damn. such streak. Yeah. It's the longest such streak in North American sports by more than 20 seasons. Yay. Uh, 0-13. That's the record of the Nationals, Caps, Redskins, and Wizards in their last 13 games that would have clinched a conference final berth. The Nats have lost four, the Caps six, the Redskins two, and the Wizards one. And eight of those 13 games have been played at home. Wow. <laughs> three and th- <laughs> this is not good, man. Three and 13. The record by the, uh, let's just call the, you know, the DC four, the Nats, the Caps, the, the Skins, and the, and the Wiz. Uh, in their last 16 home playoff games with a chance to advance in any round, 3-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yay. All right, let me, let me scroll here because a, a couple of these are, are, are kind of ruthless. Let's see. Oh, five, the number of Game 7 losses suffered by the Caps in the last decade, the most of any NHL team in that span. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, the number of home playoff losses suffered by the Redskins since 2012. That's right. They actually did make the playoffs, y'all. Uh, that's tied for the most of any NFL team in that span. Yay. I was there for one of them. Actually, yep, no, I was there for both of them. I was there yes, for them. Yeah. Lucky me. I should not captains curse them anymore. I will not go to any more of them. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then we talked about that two points. It was 2.73 million. The number of half innings in baseball references uh, database. That, that's a lot. That's a lot of damn half innings, and none of them before uh, Game Five. Uh, Nats Cubs ever included an intentional walk, pass ball, strikeout, catches interference, and a hit by pitch. Uh, ridiculous happened. <laughs> happened with four consecutive Cubs hitters and a Cy Young candidate on the mound. This is the one I like, uh, particularly because it's obviously Friday the Thirteenth. Thirteen. Speaking of thirteen, uh, the Nats sent uh, the Nats both sent thirteen men to the plate and left thirteen runners on base during the game which ended on Friday the 13th and finished off the team's 13th season in D.C. Wow. I think that deserves that a bail horn. That a, that's quite the unlucky number. Right that, is a, that is a BSE bag of fail, fail horn special. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Or as, you know, I would imagine our Mets fans would say, Oh my God! Who the hell cares? Maybe. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy the Nats are one and done, like they have been ever since trying to make the you know in the playoffs. Yeah. But I will say it's interesting to think that instant replay itself has only been in MLB almost ten years now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, from the mid 1800s to up to the mid 2000s. It didn't really seem to matter much about instant replay. If you were safe, you were safe. If you were out, you were out. I mean, I agree <laughs> with you, Justin. I think, you know, if at some point, if you're safe, you should be safe. I mean, that's just, go back to what it was. Screw instant replay. Let's just play the game the way it's meant to be played. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I think, and really, it, <laughs> if it's really egregious, I totally get it. But you know, the human component and the human error, quite frankly, of baseball, I think, is. You know, it's part of the story of the game, and I think that's real with all sports anyway. Uh, particularly, you know, soccer, baseball, football. Uh, maybe it's less so in bat- basketball. They just have dirty refs. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and they have they have crap. If they have crap NCAA investigations, you're welcome, UNC. 
You're welcome. <laughs> the NCAA appreciates the greased palms and the extra checks. Go Tar Heels. What, what did Michael Jordan say? The, the, the what, You got to raise the roof. Or I forget what that damn expression was he said. Um, <laughs> do you remember, Shannon? It was something goofy with the roof. It, it was really goofy with the roof. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was. Right, <laughs> you know, quick question. Do yeah. you think at this point... Your connection sucks, the by the way. The Nationals have uh, become the new generation's Atlanta Braves. Well, they've been they be consistently good and win the division, but they always get bounced. But the Braves actually eventually got to the World yeah, Series. Yeah, they, they, they did get the over Nats, the hump. They did get over the hump. The Nats have all the talent in the world. It's just I still feel like they're missing that that leader who's just going to pull them all together and say, "Look, we need to stay focused, and we just need to keep just keep playing hard." And they they obviously did. Yeah, I, you know I don't know. I, I think you know like what I remember with. Yeah, you you might have to like restart something, man. You, your connection stinks, um, hey, Justin. Yeah, the ceiling is the, the roof. ceiling is. That's why I couldn't remember because it was so damn stupid. <laughs> yeah, the ceiling is the roof. Yeah, <laughs> pretty wild. I you know it's one of the things about about baseball though, man. You know they have a good lineup. You know they got some good pitchers. You know they had regular season success. And the, but but baseball is nuts, man. Like there's just this. And sports is really crazy too, but I, I think it's it maybe it's you know exacerbated a little bit when you get to the MLB playoffs, man. I mean, just look at the Indians, man. What were they? How many people were like, "Yeah, it might be their year, buddy." <laughs> Done. You know, you look at the Nats and you think, "All right, they got this lineup, they got all the, they got this, they got that," and, and here you go, <laughs> blown out of there, man. It's that was just a kiss of death for them. I picked both of them for the World Series. Oh, way to go, Shannon! Way to go. <laughs> well, let's be um, honest with with the Indians. There's here's that one factor here. They're in Cleveland. The same thing with the Nats. They're in Washington. <laughs> I don't. So it's seems like that. Well, kind of correlates to some form of void in terms of championships. Fair, fair. At, at least the Redskins at at some point did get some Super Bowls. It's so far Very removed true. that you know, most people are like, really? They did? Yeah, bitch, they did. <laughs> it's just a long time ago, man. But, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of randomness, man. There's a lot of randomness in that. And when I, when, we were, when I said the fluke thing earlier, it was more about some of the oddball things that happened especially in succession or in combination for that much stuff to happen in one game was really crazy. It was really crazy. So, uh, anyway, as far as the Nats, man, we'll see what they do. Uh, obviously that, you know, I would expect the majority of people to be back next year. You got some people with one. I think, uh, Harper only has one year left on his deal, but that should be a pretty, a pretty strong line, a pretty strong team next year. Anybody think Dusty Baker's out of there? Cause I, and his contract's up, but uh, do you bring Dusty Baker back? Do you just say, Hey, that was a bad break. You know. I think you bring him back. I mean, you you had a really good season. I, it's it's, you know, there were a couple of fluke plays in that game five. I, I think you strengthen either your rotation or your bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's not go Boston Red Sox here on him. Yeah, I, I I don't think you just get rid of a manager just because. Yeah. Like, well, here's the thing: you talk to your superstars. If they're good with Dusty, then you bring him back. Yeah. You know, well, I think you, they'll you, bring Dusty back. Well, they could always do I, like a one. I don't know. Maybe they could do like a, 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 a something with some options. You know, bring him back for next year, and you have an option for another year after that. I, you know, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see what they do. But I don't really think he did anything wrong, right? Um, in that series, I don't. You know, I don't see any reason to not bring him back. They wanted some bad breaks. 
They won they ninety-seven are. games. I mean, well, it's it's right. The, the to get well, to the, you, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, to get to the major, I was going to say just to get to the major league playoffs is a freaking an achievement in itself. I mean, what five teams get there? I mean, you get the two wild cards and then it's some top sledding, six dude. Teams. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough, some top man. sledding, man. And sometimes you think you're gonna you're gonna be there and you're just not, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what were you gonna say, Mark? Um. I was just gonna highlight that you know you look at you know what they did this year versus you know when they had Matt Williams. I mean, that's you know I think that's that's the key indicator. I mean, I don't I don't think anybody could possibly look at this team under Dusty and think that they were worse than they were with Matt Williams. I mean, I think yeah. Matt Williams was clearly the wrong guy for the job. I, I feel pretty confident that these guys you know felt good under Dusty Baker. Uh, I think he did a good job. Um, so I, you know, I, I don't know if it's as clear cut um, that he's absolutely going to be brought back, but I, I certainly think he should. Yeah, Mark, uh, I, you... I don't, think, I don't think he keep turning that over. Mark, if you had to, what what would you have said uh, as far as over under for baseball to dominate an entire segment of the sports brew, and for me to actually have watched? Now, you know, I watch playoff baseball. <laughs> I don't watch regular season baseball, but I do watch, I do watch playoff baseball. Um, exactly. I, well, it's because we're the, you always say yeah. this stuff, but we're in the playoffs, so it makes I know. sense. I know. Um, and if I, you know, I, I just real quickly, <laughs> just because uh, I was, I was, you know, venting about it in the, in the chat last night, and then a little bit on social media. Uh, while none of us are reporters and none of us have credentials, um, I'm still pretty sure that that none of us are such, you know, assets that uh, would do what's uh, when they were still uh, televising the post-game stuff and a reporter in the locker room with Bryce Harper the second second person to ask him a question says so Bryce what 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 are your feelings about the upcoming Cubs Dodgers matchup Seriously? what are you doing yes what the are you doing that, I mean I, I just that, that, that deserves a Peter mind. Griffin <laughs> that deserves I mean and Bryce oh my god just, who the hell cares it is Sam Jackson that, yeah that's who what I was going to say it is Sam too yeah <laughs> And some Arnold. Are you, the, God, you want everything? My face. Mm-mm-mm. Shut I'm pretty the confident. fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident none of us are that stupid that we would ask such a thing. That's just ass nine. That's a true clown question. Cred- credit due to Bryce for not respond or not reacting. I mean, he just kind of said, uh, "I don't really have any thoughts right now." I don't remember I mean, asking you a goddamn <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's, just, it's just absurd. Like. Yeah. I, I I couldn't get over that. So, yeah, I mean, Shannon, um, do, do you guys remember yeah. when when Roy Williams was still at Kansas and like right after they? I don't remember <laughs> if it was a championship game or not, but they lost. I think it was a championship game, and they lost. And the reporter was like talking to the dude about like UNC, and old Roy Roy got pissed, man, and he was like, Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, it's, it's gotta be it's gotta be hard sometimes to because like, I mean you, you know like they they I mean I feel like. When you ask something that stupid, you're you're hoping you get some kind of blow up reaction that's gonna uh, these days go viral or something like that. I mean, yeah. it, it, either you're the stupidest person in the world, or yeah, you're trying to almost troll essentially to see if maybe you can get some notoriety for you know making the player or the coach blow up. Um, uh, it's, it's just sad. You so, I mean, son of a bitch! <laughs> Stop it! It's got to be tough sometimes to keep your cool and ask that that kind of idiocy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's bizarre. I, I think it's a pretty of all the things to ask. If you want to talk about, you know, being up, having that last at bat, having an opportunity, and God bless if he if he had cranked that damn thing out of there. I mean, how oh, many yeah. innings would that game have gone to? I mean, my God, 
Um, well, I wish he would have taken that ball four though. As that was a tough, that was a tough pitch though. I mean, that was because you, you, you got to be so you're you're so geared up. I mean, he he wants to swing the bat. He's not the type of player that you know wants to work yeah. the walk. So I mean, you know, if, if it's understood. If it was, <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's, that's tough. It's just but a you, tough. But spot. you got a good hitter behind you too, so it's yeah. true. So sometimes you get on base and let him crank one out. <laughs> not rub one out. Crank one out. Just taking a little bit longer. <laughs> just saying, man. Just saying. I mean, I just wanted to say a couple of things. I do think they should have waited with Scherzer. Yeah. I don't think Gio wasn't in enough trouble. He couldn't gotten through another another couple eight innings. I think you probably bring in mm. Scherzer maybe around the seventh and eighth. Uh-huh. And they've got three legitimate closers that either Kinsler, Doolittle, or one of the other guys that have came in and closed the game. That game should have never gotten out of hand. So, I mean, it is what it is. They'll be back next year. I don't think they really need to get anything else. They could use another starter as long as they keep those bullpen pieces in place. You'll have Adam Eaton back next year in center field. Either my, I mean, even though Michael Taylor has shown what he can done, he's got a good defensive prowess about. Yeah. I mean, he proved twice he could hit. I mean, when he can get in, get on bat. I mean, get on. I mean, get up to the plate. He hit two, two monster jacks. So I mean, they'll be back. Mets will be back. Who the hell is going to be the coach for the Oh, Mets? I thought you had resigned your – I thought you had uh, turned in your Mets fandom. Right? He, he yeah, meant Nats, had. but he was saying Mets. Oh, okay. Just checking. Nats going to Nat. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Get off my lawn! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Cubs said. Yeah. Get on out of here. <laughs> Get on out of here, man. Uh, no, I mean it's a t- it's a tough break. It, it, it's a tough break. I mean, kudos to the Cubs for grinding that out and a little slop, little ug. But you know, sometimes those. I don't know what will happen as far as Cubs Dodgers. I mean, I think the general expectation would be that the Dodgers would would handle the Cubs. But sometimes winning a series like that, where it's really ugly, you know what I mean? Can 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 just set set a team up for a run. You know, it, it's it's just weird. Sometimes you win these ugly beater, like how the hell did you get out of it? And there's a certain sense of belief and a certain, you know, it, it's just helpful mentality and and gut check, man. Yeah, it's the gut check. It's a streak. It's all it's all kinds of stuff. And I'm trying to find it. Um, I want to say it was. Let's see if I can find this jobby. Somebody on the Cubs was asked about you know how to, <laughs> what makes the season special, and the response was winning. <laughs> You know, and it, I mean, and it, it sounds goofy, but it's like legit, man. You know what I mean? It, it, it's a legitimate thing. It you gotta win. Oh yeah, there's John Lester. What makes the Cubs a special team? Winning. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the insight. But I mean, that's like legit. But if you get if you get confidence, if you get belief, you get a streak, you get rolling. You see where that can carry. You see where that can carry you. And uh, that part that part's pretty cool. Anywho, um, just out of curiosity, man. What do you think is going to happen? Like, do you want to call your shots for Cubs, Dodgers, and you know Astros, Yankees? Uh, incidentally, I, I love some of the randomness that happened uh, with uh, Chapman liking that Instagram post calling Joe Girardi a complete imbecile. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, side note about Chapman, because um, <laughs> it, it was pretty beast, man. 
Uh, he crushed out five Indians. What the, that's not, maybe I shouldn't say it that way. <laughs> he steamrolled uh, five, five Indians batters in a 1-0 game. He threw 10 pitches of at least 102 miles per hour. Filthy to, to get those five batters out. Freak. Did you know that in fun factoid, the rest of the season in Major League Baseball, all pitchers combined through 10 pitches of at least 102 miles an hour. Dang. That does not shock me. I mean, it, it's absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Um, but I am kind of curious, um, you know, as far as looking at the NLCS, the ALCS, you know, I, I know the Cubs took care of the Dodgers last year, but it, it's a different season, different year, uh, different teams, different expectations. So Shannon or, or Mark or Randy or Matt, you know, you want to call your shots or, you know, what are you looking for? What are your expectations for the ALCS and LCS, man? Well, I mean, for me, I mean, as long as the Yankees lose, I'm usually pretty happy. But I'm um, actually, um, what I'll say is I'll say Houston in six. I'm looking for these guys, this young team to finally start to put it all together. Yeah. And I think that I think they're ready. I think they're ready to take to the next level. Um, <clears throat> I think that's really the biggest story is just that young team. Don't get me, don't now get me wrong. The Yankees yeah. have definitely uh, shown that they've got some young, some ex- excellent young talent of their sure. own that they've that they've grown finally instead of just paying for it but um i still think i think it's going to be houston's year um as far as far as uh, nlcs i say uh cubs and seven i I think uh this the way they closed out the series against the nats is really like you said it sets them up for a run i think they're getting ready to make that push to defend their title yeah i'm always curious to see how a team responds when they have a long layoff you know, and the Dodgers would have had that. I, I honestly, I expected more out of the Diamondbacks, but say <coughs> la vie. What are you gonna do, Mark? You gotta. I mean, prop bets, fun bets, calling your shots. I mean, you gotta have something for me, bro. Uh, I don't really have any any betting stuff for you, but uh, but I'll, I'll happily call my shots. Um, yeah, I uh, I'll say I, I didn't expect more out of Arizona. I, I thought they were pretty pretty badly on match there, so that, that one didn't surprise me. Uh, it's really we got you know two two good series and two two pretty uh pretty ugly series to start all the playoffs. Uh, Red, Red Sox just were not ready. Um, but uh, I I you know wanted the Astros <laughs> since the start of the playoffs. And I think we we talked about that, and I'm I'm still sticking with them. So um, I I thought I really did think they'd be going going up against the, the Indians, but uh, you know. It's disgusting as you know it is admitted. You know, kudos to the Yankees for uh, <laughs> for for, pull, for pulling it off. I mean, down two nil to the, the Indians. I mean, nobody, nobody thought they had a chance to come back. Um, hashtag so L- hashtag LGY. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that sucks. <clears throat> Did that hurt to admit that, Mark? Of course, it's disgusting. Okay, I'm I'm just making sure. I just want to. No. <laughs> but uh, but credit to credit to where it's due. Anyway, I, I just I think the Astros, um, I think their bats are too too consistent for the for the Yankees. Uh, I think that's you know the Yankees obviously are having to start, well not having to start dealing with, but you know dealing with you know the you know boomer bust of of, of Judge. I mean Judge's his strikeout numbers are just getting you know insane. <laughs> um, you know I. I um, yeah, so I said a record. You want a fun? Um, you want a fun factoid with Aaron Judge? The, the record. No, here you go. So, fun factoid: Aaron Judge versus the Indians. Twenty at bats, struck out sixteen times. Ugh. All right. 
In the <laughs> this one's dedicated to you, Shannon. In the nineteen ninety five regular season, this this was on PTI, man. I thought it was great. In the nineteen ninety five regular season, with five hundred seventy seven trips to the plate, Tony Gwynn, rest in peace, man, struck out fifteen times. Mm. One of the best contact hitters in the game. Judge, oh, the best. Judge yeah, sixteen, that dude, man. I know. Aaron Judge, sixteen out of twenty. Tony Gwynn, fifteen out of five hundred seventy-seven. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Professional hitter, right there, Tony Gwynn, man. Was it, wasn't yeah. he the last uh, National Leaguer to hit four hundred in a season? Very possible. I no, no one's hit four hundred since Ted Williams, man. I think he came close. I'll he got he got very close. I he was, want to say three ninety one. Mm, somebody look, but I am. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think it's it's fair. It, it's a fair statement to be like, uh, you know, uh, Yankees could have just rolled up, rolled over when they were down two and or down two, but they rallied up. In part, it's a shame for the Indians. You know, you know the Nats have this issue. The Indians obviously have this, you know, a little bit of a finishing problem. Hey. You know, the uh, <laughs> Sam. You know, the, look, man, they had a, they had a three. They had a pill for that. <laughs> there is a pill for that. A little yellow, different. <laughs> but you know, the blown the three one lead in the World Series, blown the two zero lead this year. The Indians, um, they've lost six straight clinching games. They've lost seventeen out of twenty clinching games since nineteen ninety nine. It's not just recent. I mean, you know, they they have a, a, a relatively long history of just not being able to finish, and unfortunately, well, I mean, that's. I th- I think, go ahead. I think a, I was just gonna say a really bad thing. I mean, I think mm-hmm. an interesting thing that come this playoffs is, I mean, if there are two two starters that you know you felt like were probably going to be you know locked down. I mean, the, both top Cy Young candidates, uh, Chris Sale and, and Corey Kluber. I mean, they both got rocks. I mean, they just they 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 absolutely were not. You know, at all the Cy Young caliber guys they were in the regular season, um, and I, I think that was you know that that was a shocker. I mean, I, I think you know not saying that either of them are un- unhittable, but I mean, you know, I think Kluber uh, his last outing went like two and two thirds and gave a four run something <clears> like that. All right, um, just didn't get it done. So Kluber, he went eleven and one with a one point seven nine ERA after the All Star break. All right. In two starts against the Yankees, Kluber gave up four home runs in six and a third innings with a 12.79 ERA. Uh, Woo! Uh, Woo! Yeah. That's yeah, rough, that's, brother. That's, 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 yes. That's, he, no he, got, he got clubbed? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting yeah. term. Thank you. I, I don't know. Are, 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 that- are you telling me that Oh, come on, Winamp, don't let me down, man. <laughs> Winamp, don't let me down here. This is important. Are you telling me he was in the club? No? All right. Just saying. <laughs> real quick, I did, lo- I did look up those stats for you real quick. Um, so yes, the last person to hit 400 was Ted Williams back in 1941. He hit 406. Tony Gwynn came close in 1994 with a 394 batting average. 94. Okay. I Can you tell me uh, since 2000 who's the closest was to even coming close to 400? Since 2000. Since 2000. In the 2000s. Uh, Altuve. Mm-mm. Nope. 
It uh, was in D, I mean, any other guesses? DJ Love Matthew because didn't he hit like three sixty last year? No, there's a there's some other guys closer than okay. that. Arnado. <clears throat> nah. Well, that's why I said going back to two thousand. Anybody? Any other guesses? Team. Actually, from two, the year two thousand, there's two players with the same batting average. All right, teams. Red Sox and Rockies. Todd Helton. That's one. Really. Red Sox. Manny Ramirez. Manny never hit that high. No. Okay. Nomar Garcia Para. Nomar. That's they okay. both Nomar. hit three seventy two that year. That's the closest anyone's gotten in the two thousands to four hundred. Huh. Ichiro hit seventy two in two thousand four. Well, how about that? By the way, I do want to make. Oh man, I don't have the hiccups, but now like, <coughs> I want to sneeze. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Hell, is that a You're sign that it's time to take a break? <laughs> this is about time to take a break. Uh oh. <coughs> there it is. That was like random. Oh, oh my god! But I did want to make one special, <laughs> one special dedication to the. To the Washington Nationals, straight from Uh-oh. straight from share. <laughs> they need this one. <coughs> Woo! Holy crap! Mm. <laughs> like yeah, for real, man. Like I, I took this this last. Uh, yeah, I got this Captain and Coke, man, and the, like the bottom of the barrel, dude. Whew! It had some. Uh, it was like fire under me on that one, bud. Great day. <laughs> Good gracious. Oh, anywho, yeah. So there you go. Nope, nope. <coughs> not not Taylor Swift o'clock. Sorry, you did not. You did not hit your cue. I don't know. YouTube is throwing me curveballs. It keeps uh, jumping the videos all over the place. It's kind of annoying. Anyway, whatever. All right, so uh, who got to call their shots? Who was calling their shots? That's what we were doing a minute I, ago. I, I was. I think it started um, yeah. and finished. Um, so I, I'm taking the Astros. Uh, I'll say the Astros in six uh-huh. over the Yankees. I think the Dodgers uh, actually will do the same to the Cubs. Dodgers in six over the Cubs. So Dodgers and Astros. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's a good series, but uh, I, I'm still – I'm just so strong on the Astros. Uh, I'll take the Astros and five over the Dodgers. Whoa, you're going, you're going all all out, man. Old. Yeah, there you go, Matt. What you got? I'm gonna lean probably. I'm yeah. with Mark on Houston, probably six. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm believer. I'm a believer in the Dodgers bats, but I'm not believer they're pitching. Yeah, because Kershaw can. Hasn't proven to me he can get it done consistently in, in, the, playoffs, in the playoffs, and yeah. we don't know if, what Darvish can really do. So I'm going to say Cubs in six, and I'm going to go Houston with Mark. Hmm. I think they're legit. They've got three legit pitchers. They got good bullpen, and they can hit anything and everything that comes at them. They've got veteran leadership with McCann, Reddick, and all, and Beltre in there. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you got, they've just got all the makings of, and just to get Verlander like they did to kind no. of round out that rotation, 
was a steal for what they had to pay for him. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm with Mark. I'm with Mark pretty much. You, I won't agree with the boy much, but I'll agree with him this time. <laughs> <laughs> you left out your favorite, man, your classic. Eli what? stinks. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It's, it's, I got another hour to say that. <laughs> <laughs> true story. True once. story. True story. True story. All right. Uh, who who didn't who hadn't called their shots? Uh, just me. Um, I'm okay. going to go with Cubs and Astros. Old NL Central battle mm-hmm. uh, for the World Series, which means the Dodgers and Yankees will probably win. Um, <laughs> Thanks, nah, I, 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 yeah. Well, now nah, I, I, the Dodgers and Dodgers and Cubs is going to be a, a hell of a series. Whoever comes out of there, they ain't going to be walking out. They're going to be limping out because they're going to get after each other. That, yeah. that that's got seven written all over it, which means it'll probably be a sweep. And because <laughs> I'm just wrong on everything in the last few months, you're like my fantasy football team, all wrong <laughs> all day. <laughs> forget it, all day, all night, all wrong. <laughs> Nah, that's got seven written all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston, I, I think the Yankees are maybe a year early, mm-hmm. and I think Houston's just with with that pitching. I, I think they'll t- they'll handle business in five or six. All right, solid. What you no, tell them? I mean, your you, your fantasy team isn't like that. Your fantasy team's like the Giants. Over <laughs> that. That's why I named them, aka the New York Football Giants, in in, <laughs> in the in the keeper league, which Mark is not in. But uh, anywho, that's okay. Uh, maybe uh, maybe old DD is gonna bust out a few more home runs. Uh, yeah, buddy, we'll see. Uh, I don't quite know where I want to go with because I'm I don't know, man. Like I feel like the Cubs got last year. I'm intrigued by that one, and I don't know. Like I, I guess if I'm looking at it objectively, if I'm looking at it objectively, if I don't have any fandom. I think it would be cool to see the Astros run the table and get it done. You know what I mean? I think that would be a cool story. I think the Cubs back to back and would would be okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate on that. You know, amazing. I, yeah, I mean, I think that would be a pretty fantastic thing to do. But I, I, I'm kind of okay with a lot of outcomes. I just I hope it's good. I hope I hope it ends up being good. Um, I'm I am I'm genuinely disappointed for the Indians. I'm genuinely disappointed for the Nats. But I don't have anything against the Cubs. I don't have anything against the Astros. Um, I grew up. My big brother uh, was a Yankees fan. Grow. I mean, that's just that's just the baseball that I watched. It was around here. It was Orioles and the Yankees, and then he was a Yankees fan, so I watched Yankee stuff. Um, I never liked the Braves, so I always kind of thought it was fantastic when they sucked ass and couldn't get it done. I, I sort of enjoyed that, um, <laughs> which is kind of weird because we're in. We're in Richmond, but it was Braves country because we had the AAA affiliate for anybody that doesn't, you know, if you didn't know that. Uh, they're long gone. Now we have the Giants. They're the double A. Are they single A or double A? The Richmond Squirrels. Double A. Double A. So, uh, you know, it was just kind of oddball, too. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't have any real hate for anybody that's left. Um, obviously, I would be, I'd be pretty happy if, you know, Judge and Sabathia and old DD and, I don't know, Girardi. If the Yankees got it done, I think it'd be kind of cool. But I think that's—I still think that's unlikely. Uh, I think the Astros would kind of be the feel-good story of the year, especially with your Houston tie-in, with everything that Houston's been through. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I think that would be kind of the feel-good, the feel-good sports story tie-in. So we'll see. I don't—I don't feel as strongly as any of y'all do as far as actually committed and calling shots. So, and that's okay. 
Doesn't bother me. Anyway, I'll tell you what, man. Why don't we go ahead and uh, take a break? I don't know. Mark might have to record out. I'm not sure. But uh, I know a, a couple of you guys have some walks and some charity walks that you're doing tomorrow. And so kudos to you for doing that. Hopefully that goes well. You feel refreshed, stretch your legs, and you know hydrate tonight for your uh, walk, guys. Uh, be sure. So, so uh, don't forget your inhaler, Mark. <laughs> uh, I, won't, I, I won't. But uh, but yeah, I, I better record out. But I was gonna say, I mean, if, I don't know if you have any like questions or any any last second things. Uh, um, I, I would love it if you could give us a couple minutes on the on the Giants uh, before you before you pieced out. Uh, even you know I, you don't have to certainly stay for long, but I, I'd love to at, at least have a brief. A um, little bit of dialogue, um, okay. you know, if the, if that worked for you. Uh, and yeah. by the way, uh, lest I forget, Randy, I can't believe you didn't bring this up. Let's raise a glass real quick. We have a, a, a couple of things to mention. Number one, uh, rest in peace, Connie Hawkins, and rest in peace, Y.E. Tittle. Uh, if you're not familiar with Connie Hawkins, go watch some YouTube highlights, man. Do yourself a favor. That dude was ridiculous. Dude was very smooth. Uh, Y.E. Tittle, hell of a career, old school football player, man. One of the most iconic uh, pictures ever. Uh, from an NFL standpoint, he's down on his knees, blood running from that dude's head. That oh, that yeah. was an old school, tough as nails football player. But the reason yeah, I mentioned affects, affects three of us because he played for the 49ers, the Giants, and the Colts. That's see, I always think of the 49ers and the Giants. I, I forgot about the Colts. Did, yeah, they, he played the Colts at the end of his career, like mm. for a couple of years. Well, you know, I for... uh... go ahead. I was say before. I think before you, right before Unitas, but I could be wrong. I'll be. I'll check to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's all I good. I seeing Colts on there. I was like, yeah, you might. Maybe, yeah, research that, bro. But I'm. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you forgot to uh, give a shout out to your man Jerry Rice. Today is his birthday. Oh damn! He, he did play for the Baltimore Colts. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I and, I, and I and I always forget that Jerry Rice had one uh one year with the Seattle Seahawks, which is still weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. weird. It was weird was enough. Try out. He. Sat there and said, "Nope, I don't. <clears throat> I'm done." And he retired yeah, after that. Eleven games. He played eleven games with the Seahawks. <clears throat> eleven. Didn't he play for Denver as well? Yeah, I think. Year? I think he yeah. tried out for Denver and then it, it just didn't work out. His last year, his last like official year, eleven games, twenty five receptions. His long was fifty six. How the hell nice. did Jerry Rice break free for fifty six yards, man? In 04? It's nuts. But uh, I, I was thinking of him as a 49er, a little blip. Uh, he had one, two, three. He had four four years with the Raiders. But anyway, oh, Jerry Rice, dude, happy birthday. 1,549 receptions, 22,895 receiving yards. How many receiving touchdowns, Randy? I'm sorry, I'm not looking at the stats. Uh, it's okay, 197 and three Super Bowls. I was going to say 200, but I've been off by three. <laughs> That's okay, and three Super Bowl <laughs> championships. Yeah. Well, maybe he's got some Russian ones in there. And countless Probably. and countless weddings crashed. <laughs> so, happy birthday, Jerry Rice. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll lead off with some football on the Giants, and we'll get Mark the hell out of here. Uh, we're the sports crew. Uh, <laughs> keywords are sports and brew, uh, iTunes, livesportscaster.com, Google Play, you know, I'll, I'll just all look, man. Look us up. You can find us. You can chat with us, man. At VA Sports Brew on Facebook.com slash Sports Brew. Uh, I'm the captain. We'll take a quick breather. We'll be right back and we'll we'll keep pounding. Not like that Carolina Panthers fan in the stands, but we'll keep pounding. <laughs> all right. You're, look, if keep pounding is punching an old man in the face, you're doing it wrong, asshole. Uh, but we'll be right back. We'll be right back in just a moment. <laughs> Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And we have, uh, 
you know, look, uh, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon's wife is coming back from a leg warmers concert. It's very eighties. So all I know is if he has to, you know, man up and disappear for a couple of minutes, <laughs> first of all, we're not paying for any webcam shows. Okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> no- pay double for that action. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, like Marshawn Lynch, we're all about that action boss, <laughs> but if necessary, man, if you need to like click, click, boom, dude. You know, it's all good. You don't even have to click, click, pull anymore, man. You got snipped. You're good. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. It's awesome shooting blanks. Let me tell you. <laughs> wow. Boy, well, if, 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 there's your uh, sports brew PSA of the night. <laughs> no shame, bro. I got two kids. I'm good, man. I, I'm I, good. Good, man. <laughs> For a fight in the night, that's why I'm drinking heavily right now. There you go. Yeah, click, click, pull, man. That's old school right there, buddy. That's old school. That's like first year old school. Yeah, no, that was good times, man. That was fun dropping that on you back in the day. I love that. Some (laughs) some of the old episodes really are fun. Uh, I mean, it's pretty rare. It's not like I'm like, oh, let me go back and listen to the sports brew from 2011 and 2012. You know, yay, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Remember that one? Uh, pinching off a loaf, you know, farmer alls. We had some we had some good stupidity back in the day. And that's when we used to start at like seven thirty. We used to we used to break out the we had uh, a couple of folding tables and I had mics on stands, Shannon would come over and I don't know how on earth we'd set up at seven thirty and somehow it would still be four in the damn morning. I don't know how we we did a work day of drinking and recording and we'd I'd have like five hours of podcasts and stuff. Although, Dude, our um our Facebook anniversary came up for being friends for like I think eleven years, mm-hmm. and um, the picture of all the booze yeah. that was lined that one night. Oh my gosh! The most epic Facebook sports brew picture ever. That was that was that was a lot of drinking, man. It was good times too. Let me throw that in the chat real quick, just so. We- <laughs> the, first, the first night I saw that picture, I was like, "Holy shit! How drunk are they?" <laughs> <laughs> that might that might have been one of those episodes that was lost to the digital beyond. Man, you never know. There were a few of those. There were a few of those. There, there were some where we had forty five minutes or an hour, and it was good. And then like drunk o'clock smacked us right in the face, and then it was just disaster bags. <laughs> it was just it was just disaster bags, man. There's, oh, there's Woodford Reserve. <clears throat> there's Moonshine, a Summer Shandy, a Pale Ale Sierra Nevada, and Captain Morgan. Oh yeah, that's not just any Captain Morgan. That's Hundy right there. Mm. Hundy. It was yes. the Hundy. Yeah, it was the Hundy, man. That was that was good times, bro. That was good times, man. Sure, a well deserved hangover the next day. Uh, probably, probably. <laughs> so uh, we still we still get into that a little bit, but not quite as hardcore. That that's okay, man. Every once in a while, it gets cranked up a couple of notches, and we have some good fun. So, well, look, Mark. Uh, <clears throat> I know Mark's got to get out of here. He's got he's got to be up kind of early. So, uh, we talked about this at the end of the first segment, but let's go ahead and get into uh, the New York Giants. Yeah, I joked around about the House of Horrors and horror movies and all that stuff, but I mean, it's it's a tough year, man. And you know, I'm not a Giants fan, you know, but but I, I'm a fan of some teams that have had their years of suck. So, like, I empathize. And it's, it's, you know, we, we talk about when your team is rebuilding, which the expectation was that they weren't. I mean, a lot of people, they were kind of a trendy Super Bowl pick. Um, 
and it's just I mean the season has gone to hell and it, it it's bizarre and I I don't recall I, I and and we joked around about this well not really joke but we we chatted about this and it's like do you ever remember a game where a team lost like you know four wide receivers in one game and three to season ending injuries no i mean it's just absolutely just it, it's no. it's insane it's absolutely insane um you know the beckham injury is, is was pretty horrific you knew when he went down that that was going to be bad which it is and obviously he's done for the year um, Brandon Marshall, uh, you know, done for the year. Uh, Dwayne Harris, done for the year. Sterling Shepard knocked out of the game. It, I mean, it's just it, it's it's a lot of tough breaks. No pun intended, but a, a lot of tough breaks for the Giants. It was it was already tough starting to begin with, and I mean, I just don't know where they go from here. Uh, at least for this particular season. And I think part of you know I wanted to chat for a minute with you before you ripcorded out because I, I, I think part of the question is. What are your expectations for what the the remainder of this year are going to be? What do they do? And it, you know, like where where do you go? I mean, what is the future for McAdoo? How much of this you know it should be put on Reese and or McAdoo? Is it time to move on? Is it time to start thinking about post Eli? You know, if they're bad enough, they're obviously going to have a, a good draft slot. You know, and, and you know, Matt and I were talking about this. I don't know if you saw any of uh, of these articles, but there was speculation about, hey, you know, maybe maybe the Giants should explore moving Eli, one potential destination, sure. maybe Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Uh, re- sure. reuniting him with Tom Coughlin to let him finish out his career. You know, at what point do you say, okay, it, we're we're whatever we thought we were, we're not, <clears throat> we're not. How do you how the hell do you get out of this? So, and I know it's a lot to digest, but again, I I, <laughs> I don't ever recall a game. With that kind, that you know, that significant amount of injuries to one particular position, ridiculous. But like, I mean, where where do they go from an organizational standpoint? It's not just this year, but where the hell do they go from where they're at right now? Yeah, well, I you know I, I could definitely. I mean, just from a personal standpoint, I mean, I, I'll say, I mean, it, it's it, it's painful. I mean, I, it, it certainly is. I mean, obviously, all of us here in the sports crew are here because we freaking love sports, and um, I don't think that's. I know my, my fandoms for people who, who you know uh, are perhaps from places that have more sports teams. They might seem kind of you know, locally might seem kind of random because I'm a little bit all over the map with the Mets and the Giants and the Lakers and Duke. Um, but Go Duke. Know, being you know <laughs> born and raised uh, you know with you guys in Richmond and just you know not having any pro sports teams in Virginia, so I'm a little spread out. Um, and, and yes, all of you guys and my brother. Are all Redskins fans, but I just never want to be a Redskins fan. So uh, loyalty is key. The joke about the Chiefs earlier was just that a, a joke. I, I'll never abandon my Giants. Well, I mean, Randy, Randy's um, not a Redskins fan. He's a 49ers fan. Shannon's a Colts I, fan. I, I, I know, but I mean, I'm I'm saying most most people that I know yeah. outside of, of here, you. But uh, um, I certainly think Shannon you know, roots for the Redskins number well, two. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, but a- anyway, I mean, I, coming off of the Mets season, dealing with a season that had extreme high hopes and all went to shit due to injuries, um, following it up with this, which, you know, to me is pretty much the exact same um, setup, essentially, uh, it sucks. Um, the, fir- the first two weeks of the season, uh, yeah, we saw that, that 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 offensive line, which I'm not saying is suddenly you know, fixed. Of course not. They're still terrible. But the first two weeks were, were, were disgusting. Um, week three and four, they, they lose to a last-second field goal. They, they you know, st- still didn't play perfect games, didn't play complete games, but they battled. Yeah. They did what they needed to do, and they lose to, you know, 
game-ending field goals. That's awful. And then this last game, um, I mean, I, I honestly, I'm, I, I don't like getting to this point, but I got to the point where you know anybody trying to kind of, you know, poke and prod me at it, I get pretty defensive because I, I basically just say they had zero chance to win that game at the end. Eli is is, is playing with tight ends for wide receivers and trying to huh. give them trying to give them the routes coming out of the the, the, of the huddle. Uh, that's that's just not going to work. I mean, that's that's what they had to do. They had no choice, but they, they had no chance at that point. And then that's just awful, and that sucks, and that's painful for them, and that's painful to watch. And zero so, point zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we all know how much I, I, I hate Rivers. <laughs> a lot. So it's just, <laughs> it's just, a lot. Yeah. So it all just compiles because if, if all those ridiculous injuries hadn't happened, I, I absolutely think the Giants win that game. Well, I mean, they were close to winning it, you exactly. know what I mean, they, with they all the injuries. With, with, with all that madness. So uh, it's it's painful. What I hope, and it's tough, I, I, I guess I, I, I don't know that I have a full answer for you yet in terms of... And that's okay. Grand, I mean, it's, grand, grand, grand scale uh, beyond this, this season. Um, I think, yes, they loosely have to start thinking about beyond Eli. I, I still hope to see him as the quarterback next season. Um, but, but for sure, I mean, you know, no matter what, I mean, he's, you know, a couple, you know, maybe three seasons left total, um, something like that. So, um, I, I still hope he's their quarterback next season. I still believe in him. I blame Reese a hell of a lot more than I do McAdoo. Um, you know, Reese is the one, the one responsible for not fixing that offensive line, not addressing it. Like we said, kudos I agree. For, for stacking up that defense. But instead of perhaps one or two of the moves they made there, you know, you, you got to fix the holes. Obviously, you know, everybody recognizes that Flowers, for whatever reasons, was, you know, an awful bust on the offensive line. And that that, that sucks because, again, we, you expect, you know, a high offensive line pick uh, like that to, to pan out. Uh, more often than not, it does. Um, I think Flowers would make a good, uh, like a, uh, what do you call those guys that do the bull fight, like a bullfighter? Olay. <laughs> Olay. Olay. Nice. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, so, you know, Matador, that's it. Matador, there you go. There um, we go. <laughs> so, I guess, so, so small scope. What I hope for this year is I, I, I hope they don't blow anything up. I, I, I don't want to see and, – and, I mean, I know they're not going to blow anything up. But I mean, also realize, I mean, there's no no point in trying to, you know, fix fix what's happened, try to try to fill in the holes with, you know, quality wide receivers or anything like that. I mean, you're 0-5. Uh, I, I don't want to see, a, you know – a two and fourteen season, but at the same time, what's I mean, you're zero and five. What's the point? And re- you're not going to try to, you know, ad- really address the problems for this season. So uh, it's it's going to be an ugly rest of the season. Uh, when when Roger Lewis is now your your number one receiver guy, guy with, with potential, a, a quality, you know, wide receiver three or wide receiver four. But when he's you know now the what? wide receiver one, uh, yeah, that's that's their wide receiver one now because they no, have no, to- no 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 the fact that you would make Roger. Uh, what else, what else do you have? I mean, Sir, Shepherd. Sir Shepherd ain't playing this week, is he? Yeah, Shepherd's not playing. No, he's yeah. not. So, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just stressing that. I mean, that you know, this is what they have to do now, and that, that's awful. Uh, but it's what they've got. So, um, so yeah, they got I mean, that I, awesome uh, tight end Evan Ingram who's available for a trademark. <laughs> Whitfield using the podcast to try to. This bark. is not the fantasy <laughs> hour. <laughs> this is not the fantasy hour. <laughs> anyway, uh. I, um, you know, I, the, 
the only th- I guess the one extended thing I'll say is, I mean, I think you guys heard me before the season started. I mean, yeah. I was not not on board with the people that were, you know, uh, putting the Giants up as you know, Super Bowl contenders. I mean, I, I it felt like a lot of pressure and, and just just kind of unusual. I just didn't I didn't feel like they had you know proven enough to to, to merit that. Um, and uh, yeah. That's all right, Mark. Yeah, a little cough, but I'm playing a little Nine Inch Nails for you. <laughs> Hurt. Yeah. I figured well, that was. I, mean, I figured that was a better choice than going like REM. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate. Yeah. I'll always appreciate some Bresner. Um. <laughs> so I, I know I, I I hope Eli still in place next year, and I don't have any major qualms with McAdoo. I'm not I'm not an enormous fan. Right. But I just don't think that, you know, this this what what we're looking at right now, it's not a, a product of him. I, I'm I'm more annoyed at Reese not addressing the not addressing the O line. Well you, you know it's one of those things that sometimes when you look back sometimes you need a little bit of time to process what a team is, what a team was. Did they overachieve, did they underachieve? Because sometimes you get caught up in the the season that is. You know what I mean? And you'll look back and you go, God, you think about decisions, who they draft, you know, and, and it's funny hearing some people really start kind of uh, waxing nostalgic for Tom Coughlin. And I mean, I think he had run his course, right? But I think you can still look back and say, okay, maybe they get, maybe he got a little bit more to that team. And I know some people go, well, they didn't make the playoffs every year. That's fine. But, you know, maybe, maybe he got a little bit more out of some of that talent than people realized. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe there was maybe there's a little bit more whether it was team unity or whatever. Sometimes you know the old coach them up more than the sum of the parts. And occasionally, when even if it's time to move on, you know somebody leaves, their their kind of their flavor in the organization goes, and then other issues start kind of bubbling up. And whether it's roster turnover or age or you know draft whatever the, whatever the deal is, and there's a lot of pieces and a lot of components that go into that. And some of it, quite frankly, for the Giants, bad breaks. The injuries, those are bad breaks. Losing to a, a relatively unknown, you know, in a, a kicker booting in, what was it, 61 or 63? 61, right? 61. You know, a walk-off, yeah. 61-yard field. I mean, there's a couple of things you're just like, seriously? Seriously? You know what I mean? And, and, and that's tough. And then they get the Broncos on Sunday night. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of football miracle they'd have to pull to, to win that game. But, I mean, what are, what are the Broncos that's allowed? That's going to – that's gonna be a bloodbath. I mean, dude. what are the Broncos allowing like fifty-ish yards a game, like uh, like running yards a game? That. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's gonna be real tough sledding. So, you know, and the Eagles look good. Uh, the Cowboys are okay. I'm not gonna hold the Green Bay loss, but so much against them. The Redskins look decent. It's not certainly not how I thought this division would look right now. Um, but you know, sometimes years go like that. And it just feels like a lot of things. The balls have not bounced their way. The injuries have not gone their way. The game flow has not gone their way. And yeah, the first two games they made some adjustments, and they looked like they battled. They had some heart. They were competitive. And it's just it just keeps stacking up. And at some point, you're like, oh my god, what are you going to do? You know, right. uh, well, how do you get out of that? And I, I don't know. I mean, I I would just have to to wonder aside from people waxing nostalgic for Coughlin I don't I don't I don't think that really would have been the answer but at some point you need you need a good firm sense of organizational direction and I think some of the criticism for the state of the offensive line um, has to fall uh, 
on you know at, at on on Reese. It just has to. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and you think about some of the issues. I mean, Shannon certainly knows with the Colts. I mean, some of some of the offensive line issues that they had with Peyton Manning, and he covered up a lot of that. You know, and, and that's where you separate out uh, organizations and coaching staffs and players is, is what they do with marginal talent in some areas. And elite level players can cover that up, but it gets progressively harder when guys get older. Especially, you know, if you lose. I mean, losing a losing Beckham, no matter how you slice it, mm. is a huge detraction. Yeah. Uh, and then losing everybody. Not that Brandon Marshall had, had been lighting the world on fire. He hadn't been, but it started to look like he was kind of you know getting up to speed, and they were starting to have some chemistry there. Um, yeah. It's just it's so much to kind of take in the chin and, and eat all that at one time, and. You know, I, I don't love Eli, but uh, I, I don't bag on him like like Matt does. I, I might make some jokes, but you know, it, he certainly has had some really clutch big moments. But it, it's a lot to ask, uh, regardless of what you think of his career. Uh, it's a lot to ask of him at this age, at this point. You know, with with the way the cards are falling around him. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just. I mean, what is he supposed to do? Right. You know, what is he supposed to do? How do you adjust out of, you know, subpar talent on the offensive line? I mean, the, the organization was ch- was charged, and we talked about this a lot over the past at least year, if not two, of saying, hey, we have a window at the end of Eli's career. We have to build X, Y, and Z to take advantage of that before we have to move on or he retires or whatever. And they have failed him uh, in regards to the offensive line. They have failed him. They get, they got, yeah. you know, I like Shepard. Obviously, we all know that what Beckham's capable of. You can, if you don't like his celebration stuff, that's fine. That's a different issue. Who he is as a football player, he's a gamer. He's a baller. We know that. Is he worth being the top paid player in the league? I'm not going to go that far. Uh, top played, you know, depending when he signs his contract, highest paid wide receiver, very doable. But it, it's just, it's a lot to ask. And so you have to start wondering as far as organizational direction, talent, acquisition, and, you know, allocation of funds, they spent a lot of money on defense. I understand why. The old proverbial defense wins championships. But, man, did they whiff. Did they whiff as far as getting their line set. And then they, they've had issues with running backs. they got a lot of bodies, but nobody's really been the guy, um, you know, for them. And, and that's just, it's just tough, man. So I, I don't know where this year goes. And sometimes, you know, it's, just, it's a bad year. Um, scheduling, bad breaks, ball doesn't bounce your way. I don't, I don't know that I, I can't see any realistic way they dig themselves out of this. So it becomes wh- where their draft stock ends up and what kind of decision they have to make. It would be Eli's one of those guys who would be really, really strange to see him in another uniform. It would, that would be really weird. Um, it's kind of fun to flip the Jacksonville thing because Bortles is atrocious. Um, <laughs> he is, and that's a that's a young team that's got a good defense. Um, Coughlin's. I, th- I think the reason that comes up in conversation is because Coughlin's down there. Oh, you know, sure. That's why I think that comes up in conversation. Yeah, I, 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 you know, but yeah. I don't know that they'd be willing to walk away from from what Eli is it, it, unless they end up with like a top two, top two, top three, you know, draft slot. Uh, maybe there's some different temptation that's there, but you know, I mean, hell, the Chiefs took a guy high, and and, and I mean, Alex Smith is lighting people. He's lighting people on fire, man, crushing right. stuff. So sometimes, it, it'll, go ahead. I was gonna say, it, I mean, it, it'll it'll absolutely be considered. I mean, I, I recognize they're at the point. And I'm I'm not mad at the consideration. Yeah. Um, I think that for Eli, 
knowing the talent he's got there with Beckham, um, knowing that's you know they're not. It's not like you know he's just clearly staring down the barrel of you know ending his career in sucktitude. I, I don't think that they're they're that far off. You know, fix fix some of the offensive line holes, get healthy. So I, I'm I'm pretty confident we'll see Eli still at the helm starting next season. And I, I think Mac will be coached too, but I, I I'm not too concerned about that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I wouldn't go to bat for him. Like, oh God, you know, we have to keep McAdoo around. Um. We'll we'll see what they consider there, but I think Eli will see we'll see there. Um, yeah. I, I, I think he'll he'll finish his, his career as a Giants. Um. And uh. And then that that's definitely what I want. I mean, I I, I don't put this on Eli. Um. It's I, but obviously they've had the offensive lines issues for a few years, but I feel like for right. some reason more so this year than than past years. I found myself watching teams with quality offensive line being like, damn. Uh oh. Mark, I think we might be losing you. Be fun. <laughs> that was. Can you hear me? Uh, you're back. Okay, I was saying. Uh, watch, watch the quarter quarterbacks with quality offensive lines actually yeah. be able to like scan the field and then find the receivers. Yeah, it's it makes a, it makes a big difference, man. Makes a big makes yeah. a huge, huge, huge difference. It's going to be tough sled. This year is going to be tough to watch. I think, given what happened with uh, you know uh, Rogers Cromartie. That whole situation was kind of weird. I think as far as McAdoo, what you want to see is that he doesn't lose the team. You know, it becomes a different issue if if it really starts feeling like he he loses the team and they quit on him. That's a different problem. Uh, I, I don't really, you know, I, I've got some nitpicks with the Giants organizationally and, and their leadership, but that's from as, as from the vantage point of being a Redskins fan, they've annoyed me with certain things. But if you take it in the context of the Giants, I don't feel like they're the organization. They're the type of organization that will run somebody out in the middle of the, middle of the season. You know, I find it to be very unlikely. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the Steelers. You know what I mean? Like when they make a hire, they they kind of run with the guy for a while, and they'll try to get they'll try to set him up for success and work through some things. I like McAdoo as an OC as as, as a coordinator. We'll see what happens, but. It's tough, man. I, I do empathize with you. I've been there. <laughs> I've, I've seen some really crappy football seasons, and and the years where the, the it just doesn't it just doesn't go your way, man. It just doesn't go the team's way, and it it's definitely feeling like that this year. Uh, but I, you know, whatever happens, I, I just I, I, I just ho- I just hope that the team. I hope McAdoo doesn't lose the team because it it has. Yeah. This is one of those things where it has the potential to be. It, it just disastrously ugly and if they if they still play hard then I think that's going to speak to you know McAdoo's impact and ability to you know work personalities work the roster and work the players to show up and and play on game day and it's tough when when you're at this point in the season you're staring down at 05 with no way out and the injuries they're human too man you know what I'm saying I I mean it's just You know, we're, we're, we're already seeing the, the you know, WTF stuff with uh, Rogers Cromarty, and that's you know, mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll see what if more comes out about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, you make a great point. I mean, this is, see see how they battle. Uh, again, I you know, <laughs> they're they're not going to suddenly go eleven and zero. Uh, they're not going to suddenly you know, uh, they just they just they just it's just not going to happen. So. 
Uh, I'm not so worried about the wins losses, but yeah. I'm, I'm like you're saying to, to see see them battle, to to see them you know do what they can with with what they've got. Yeah. Um, and not just not just roll over. You know, I, I play play with pride. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what their ceiling, you know, might be at this point. You know, five wins. Yeah, I mean, some um, of that's contingent on the rest of the division, but the the Eagles are sure. the Eagles are rolling pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, uh, the Cowboys have regressed, but they're not they're not crap, and the Redskins have looked pretty solid. They gave the Chiefs a good game, and you know, I I think the division looks pretty competitive. So you know what I mean? It's not like the the AFC South, is it, Shannon? <laughs> uh, where you might have some marshmallows on the schedule. So. You know, it, it's going to be tough sledding. But again, I'm I'm not a Giants fan, and and on the, you know the 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 evil Redskins fan in me goes ha ha. But the objective sports fan says, man, that, that's a tough break. And I hope that Eli can finish his career on a plus note, not this way. You Likewise, know? yeah. I mean, we know we know he's at least still get you know two two W's off the Redskins, so that's two W's. <laughs> And uh, we'll see what happens. The rest They'll of the probably find a way to win at least at least one of that one of those games with something ridiculous that pisses me off. Um, who knows? Maybe Victor Cruz will show back up and he'll salsa dance. I did laugh, by the way, exactly. and I don't I don't know if they actually uh, you know uh, tweeted that anybody or not. But um, right after right after the game, shortly thereafter, they had all the, all this stuff going around about uh, you know Terrell Owens and Chad Ochocinco joking around about <laughs> coming back and playing. I was like, oh man. Can you imagine uh, the one guy well, that <laughs> it would be so ridiculous, dude? Can't you see Terrell Owens? Sweet. Terrell Owens doing some crunches like up at the <laughs> up at the New Meadowlands, and you know Ocho Cinco having some fun. But uh, th- that was pretty hilarious. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I- I'm a little bit surprised that uh, and, and Cruz is not who he was. Cruz is not who he was. But uh, I'm a little surprised that that that, 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 that something hasn't gotten any traction with that. Only because you'd think on some level it would make some sense, unless there was bad relationship blood on his sure. exit. And sometimes that happens, and you go, "What? Well, you know, we're not dealing with that." Uh, that or they just think he's done. So hell, Hakeem Nix is still available. Hakeem sure. Nix. Oh my God. Hey, can Plaxico Bura still play? I was going to say Hey, hey, guess what? It's worth a shot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> sorry Where, that, that Shannon, was by the way that was too easy man. Uh, sh- sh- look uh notice the webcam positioning i think the uh the lap the lap dance invasion may have actually happened <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Shannon, uh, you enjoy that, sir. Let's do it. Oh, actually, more appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the way to go. <clears throat> mm. Anyway, Mark, I know you got to get out, so I appreciate you sticking through. I, I just wanted a couple of minutes to kind of chat about the Giants, and and again, like you know, I, we like to make fun of a lot of stuff, um, but yeah, I empathize, man. I've been there, and uh, I don't want to see Eli go out that way. Um, I, I really no, don't. No. So I hope they can sort it out. And I, I still, I don't. It would be really weird to wrap my head around him in another uniform. But you know, it happens. You know, uh, Peyton went to Denver. Um, obviously, Favre played a year with the Jets and then finished his career with the Vikings. Joe Montana left I mean, San Francisco I mean, yeah. KC. So I mean, it happens. And you know, it may, sure. maybe they make a decision to go that way. But there's always guys that you just hope that they find a way to 
you know, to try to finish strong with that guy. Uh, and, and we'll see what happens with Tom Brady, you know, New England. Uh, we'll see. You what know, ha- well, we'll, we'll see what happens with my train of thought. What you, you actually had a train of thought? Yes. I don't. It I just derail. To feel yes that team is in the capable hands of one Geno Smith if Eli gets traded. Oh my Geno Smith! Oh my God! Barf. <laughs> Yeah, sure, th- sure thing, big guy. Um, <laughs> sure thing, big guy. That one day, Geno no, Smith. Look, if Geno Smith stop. is rolling out on the field, man, I'm going to Ramones, dude. I want to be sedated, man. Get me the hell out of there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, no, legit, that's the highway to hell. Yeah, as I'm scrolling through the song list, like, for real. That's that. No thanks. No, he'd be okay. Josh would just shake it off, you know. Nope. You get an F for uh, that reference. F. F. Uh, but but uh, I mean, you know, talk about the DC sports, you know, suck hole. I mean, right now I feel like I'm the D stat sports suck hole. So I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I'm on I'm on vacation now. Legitimately, I, you know, leaving for the the honeymoon on Sunday. So I That's feel fine. like I take take a couple days away from sports to you know. Clear, clear the brain, and yeah, <laughs> see what see what happens next week. I, I mean, you might as well. Lies. Well, you I, find I, some bet to put put some money on. What? No, stay away from it. <laughs> hey, on the bright side, you've got some intrigue with the Lakers. Duke's going to be good. Sure, you know Duke's going to be good, and you've. I don't know how good the Lakers will be. But they're going to be – they should be an interesting they'll be, team. They'll be better. Yeah. They'll be a playoff team. I, no, not. I, I don't know if I go that far. But I, 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 the Lakers, you know, they're going to be an interesting follow. So you, you've got some stuff to kind of look forward to. It, it may be yeah. a little maybe a little early yet, but that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's okay. Well, look, man, why don't you go ahead uh, like ludicrous, man. Just go ahead and roll out. Um I hope everything goes well tomorrow. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the charity walk. Raise some money. Have some fun. Thank you, you very know, much. Have a good time. And uh, brother, man, from all of us to all to, to all of you, from all of us to both of you, uh, you and Megan, man, ha- have fun on your very very delayed honeymoon. All Thank right? you very much. Have a good time, Absolutely. dude. Have a good time. Get away from everything and just uh, yeah, just dude, enjoy yourself. Enjoy we, we yourself. Will, we will appreciate it. I'll, I'll be back uh, Thursday, so if we're quarter 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 uh, next Thursday night. I'll be back for that. Yeah, we'll we'll see what kind of schedule we're on. I won't yes, I won't count on you uh, <laughs> if the game starts at eight o'clock. I won't. Uh, I won't <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> Fair enough, Sebastian. All right, folks. All right, brother. We'll see catch you on the flip side, man. Nice. Sleep well. Enjoy your weekend, bro. Much appreciated, y'all too. Woo. Woo. Anyway, all right, we'll take a we'll take a quick pause while we figure out figure out what's up with Shannon. I don't know if he's running the two minute drill or uh, you know, <laughs> or if there's just a halftime. A tip, man, just a tip. I don't know if there's like a halftime show. They're telling. <laughs> I mean, maybe Shannon's That's going like Shannon might be telling uh, Amber a band camp story for all I know. That's one know. hell of a halftime show. Let me tell you. Yeah, but there's marching <laughs> bands and there's marching glands. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, indeed. <laughs> woo. Anyway, a uh, quick pause and we'll uh, it, <laughs> we'll see. We'll give Shannon the moment and uh, then we'll start wrapping this thing up and getting out of here. 
All right, man. Uh, just a you know a little quick pause there, but we're back. Uh, Shannon has finished his uh, two minute drill, and much like AP, he's he got some more touches <laughs> in his new position. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But did not score, unfortunately. Aww. Oh, well. I was hoping, bro. What are you gonna too, do? Too man? much, too much rum tonight. <laughs> too much rum tonight, man. Sometimes that's the way it goes, dude. It sometimes, is, it, sometimes that's the way it goes. It, it's it's all it's all good, brother. Well, we'll tighten up some uh, NFL thoughts. Uh, side note: It is kind of funny to think back to uh, Chris Johnson tweeting about. Uh, AP and obviously was not getting a lot of run down there in New Orleans. Um, and, it, it, and Chris Johnson had a tweet that said AP needs more touches. Little did he know <laughs> that the Little did he know. The, the that the Cardinals were going to trade for AP and cut his ass. So he's yeah. There you go. Cruel world, man. Cruel world in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> womp womp womp. I do like how uh, AP is crashing on Larry Fitzgerald's couch. Essentially, he's staying in his guest house. That's a uh, super rando. I don't know how that's going to play out. I mean, all yeah, yeah. It, it's weird though. It, like, if it was like I don't know, two thousand nine, this would have been like fantastic. Larry Fitzgerald, Carson Palmer, oh. AP. <laughs> you know, it, it could have been. And I don't, I don't, I don't remember if they still had. Um, oh, why can't I think of the wide receiver's name? Oh. Uh, a, a Q. Did they have Bolden? And uh, was he still a Cardinal in like oh nine? I think, uh, yeah, I'm thinking that he was, but anyway, like that would have been fantastic. I don't know how much AP has left in the tank. He obviously has confidence that he does. Um, it's a conditional draft pick, so you know it's not worth a ton. But well, and he should have pretty well rested legs considering yeah. he really hardly touched the ball this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, not a, that was that was just an odd fit. The whole New Orleans thing was just an odd fit. So, uh, but I mean, you know, you, you sign somebody and then, you know, it, Ingram's not spectacular and Kamara, I think has been a pleasant surprise for the saints. Uh, and they needed to get, really, they needed to get that, that guy more involved. So it makes sense for the saints to move them. The Cardinals are two steps away from being a dumpster fire, but if they, yeah. if, if AP can just kind of, you know, help them buy their time and maybe eke out a win or two. We'll see when David Johnson is able to to come back and play. I, I'm not sure. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard Christmas. You know. We'll see. Yeah. At some point, they're going to have a decision to make if the season is really a lost cause. And it's. We might be looking at the last rodeo for Carson Palmer. I don't know about Fitzgerald. I think he's going to go out when he wants to go out. I think that that dude can still ball, can still play. Um, Absolutely. Palmer showing his age, and the Cardinals. You know, it, it's weird to think how they have just fallen, man. You know, it, it's just it's just strange. I, I just I had but you know much higher expectations for them over the past couple of seasons, and they have just failed to live up to it. Um, but the struggle is real in Arizona, man. That that team's having a tough go of it. Uh, tough go of it. Other random thing. That, go ahead, Shannon. I was gonna say I think this is the one year too many for Carson Palmer. Maybe I mean, he, he still looks like he can get out there, but like watching him against the Eagles on Sunday, it was just like, dude, nah. he just he just don't have it. Well, the, the Eagles, the Eagles just took them to the woodshed, dude. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it it was definitely a woodshed game. I get the whole West Coast to East Coast one o'clock game and all that, but it wasn't even competitive. 
It was not competitive I mean, whatsoever. It was it was thirty four to seven, dude. I mean, it was just a it was just a whooping. Yeah, I mean, it was what twenty one nothing like in the first it was, seven it, minutes of the game. <laughs> it was it was twenty one twenty one bagel in the first quarter. I don't know how yeah. long it took, but you know, not I, long. <laughs> no, <laughs> not long, hopefully buddy. That's not what she said. Yeah, hopefully not. But <laughs> um, but I hate to say it, the Cardinals are another team that have yet to really plan for the future at quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard. Dude, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Because sometimes you commit. I mean, think about how many quarterbacks the Browns have gone through. Think about how many quarterbacks um, the Redskins have gone through. Think about what they spent on RG3. Yeah. You know, obviously in retrospect, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. In retrospect, they shouldn't have done it. They should have taken Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Um, and obviously they, you know, they took Kirk Cousins as a backup plan. And, and, and I remember when we, when that happened and people, you know, people were like, why do they take another quarterback? And Shannon, like we were talking about it. We we're like, no, it's a good idea. Cause you don't know if Griffin's going to pan out. And we for, talked about yeah. it. It was, that was the old, when you buy a sports car, you get insurance. But yeah. And, and that's what they did. And it's, it's paying dividends for them. Of course, they're going to have to try to get KC under a contract, long-term contract, We'll see if they're able to do that, or if they, you know, if they trade them or lose them or whatever. But um, Cardinals are in t- a rough shape. I, it pains me on some level. I, I, again, I really like Carson Wentz. I like the direction the Eagles are trending, um, and I kind of felt like they were my dark horse team coming into the season. And and so far, that looks like a pretty good call. Um, they've taken a big jump. I think that there was a lot of expectations for the Raiders this year, for Tampa Bay this year. I don't think Tampa Bay is quite there yet. Um, the Raiders cars got to be healthy, but the Eagles look like I, I think it was fair to discount them a notch uh, earlier on because of, of some of the teams they had played. Uh, but that that was a good win going down to you know Carolina and beating the Panthers and um, you know clearly I don't know maybe maybe Cam Newton needs to talk to uh, that that reporter about routes again because he whiffed on a couple of balls kind of at the back end of that game, man. Uh, I'm just saying. You said. As a matter of fact, you, sir, you are right. You said balls. There was actually a video that went viral of a little girl who was talking about routes, and mm. apparently she wanted to slap back at Cam or whatever. And well, the clap back, I, the, slap the slap back, back. I like that, but it, it's a clap back. Sorry, I, I'm not up on the lingo of the kids. It's, it's okay, man. Urban <laughs> Dictionary, bro. Urban Dictionary, it's your friend. Um, <laughs> by the way, I, I just want to let you know that it's a shame that Mark left because if anybody would be up for this, it would probably be uh, his punk ass. Um, there, ha- have you guys heard of the porta potty challenge yet? Oh God, no, I have not. This, this is a real no. thing, by the way. This is a real thing. It's called the porta porta potty challenge. So what you're supposed to do is find a portable toilet, er, porta john, and see how many people you can fit in there. <laughs> and then you let everybody out. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah. So you you clown car the porta potty and you just jam pack that bad boy, and then you count them as as you let everybody out. And so that nope. there there have been some running uh, like uh, <sighs> I guess pro- probably high school track teams or whatever that have been doing it. Um, those are some of the videos I've seen. Just extremely random. And uh, some of the stills, I mean, it looks like they have like 15 people jammed up into the porta potty. Like the sods are bulging off that thing. And I'm like, God, um, that's just nasty. I'm not going to lie. If I saw something like that happening, I'd be the asshole that runs into it and knocks it over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
was so rando. So weird. Uh, by the way, fail of, fail of the week, uh, I think, has to go to the U.S. men's national team. Um, <laughs> uh, can, can they go to the uh, NIT bracket? Wait, we suck again. <laughs> yeah, weren't they already kind of in the NIT bracket anyway? Uh, like it's it's it was qualifying, man, and uh, like Trinidad. Look, when you eat it, when you eat it to Trinidad and Tobago, it's probably a bad day for you. <laughs> um, yeah, they're dynamite. How do you mess that up? How do you f that up? <laughs> uh, Lord knows, dude. Uh, I've sent that video to you enough times. Yeah, Justin. yeah. Look, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Look, look, Fox Sports paid, I think, upwards of two hundred million dollars for the English language broadcast rights, and now there's no U.S. men's national team there. Uh, it's bizarre, man. It's the uh, the what the it, at this point. yeah. No, it, I, I think that's the first time that uh, you know uh, the U.S. hasn't qualified for the World Cup since like '86 or something rando. Here we are arguing about that whole thing that, you know, slide into first base and review with the Nationals. But, I mean, God bless, man. You have that fail bucket's ass Panama-Costa Rica goal where Panama hits the equalizer in the 53rd minute and that damn ball never crosses the goal line. Refs with it. No replay. Just come on, man. So the end result, obviously, the you know, the U.S. loses the game and you have that Panama result. So that, and that really is your end result. But they should never have put themselves in that position to begin with. So you got to own it. And if you're going to change, you know, change U.S. soccer, you need you need some ugly losses to motivate that. Um, Bruce, uh, you know, Bruce Arena resigned. I'm sure he was going to be forced out anyway. But just a fail of the week and a big bunch of ugly for the U.S. men's national team, man. Oh, broken fail horn. Appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Bill O'Reilly says he'll help him out. Nope. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. You're right, Bill. You're right. <laughs> Whoa. But, Easy there, Whitfield. <laughs> Easy there, Whitfield. Yeah, man. Oh, I meant to ask Mark this. I'll ask you, you two guys this. This was one for the one that made me laugh. And so it was, it's, I'm, I'm not going to give you the headline because that spoils it, but it said, uh, we had no idea the Giants were going to be this bad this year, like potentially historically bad. So with the Jets winning three games and the Giants floundering without a win, we have to ask, is their season worse than the butt fumble? <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty fantastic. Mm. That's a pretty fantastic question. So. I, I gotta tell you, dude, if I'm Eli at this point, my neck and my back are hurting really bad, and I'm not playing against that different defense this week. But will he settle for fifty dollars? <laughs> my neck, my back. My <laughs> neck and my back. My neck and my back. Slip and fall. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's sad. It's I think just, if they only win sad. like a few games, then you can say yeah, it's worse than it's it's definitely worse than the butt fumble. But I mean, three receivers in one week, and then you know this week Sterling Shepard's not playing again because yeah. of his ankle injury. So you're down four wide receivers. You don't go I out and sign anybody. I mean, so basically you're pulling guys from the practice squad, and then you get 
DRC with the indefinite suspension I know. because he it's weird. had a disagreement with McAdoo, and it's like, what the hell's going on? No. Bags you know, of fail, the, dude. The, the butt fumble, yeah, it's one play, and it's just, like, historically bad. I mean, <laughs> it's it's one of those types of plays. That's that, putting it mildly. Uh, we're, Thanksgiving tradition, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those plays that we're going to be dead and gone, and people will still be talking about the butt fumble. <clears throat> so it's, it's just one of those things where, I mean, are the Giants really that bad? Well, when you spend that kind of money on your defense and neglect your offense, yeah, there's a possibility you may not be they may, may not be, be that good at this point with all the personnel they've lost man i yeah it's it's very difficult i don't I, know if they're gonna win a game whoa i mean i wouldn't go that far i mean hell i look at the niners schedule and i'm going they really could go in 16 there's only a few teams they may beat shannon but they were supposed to at least make it to november lane all right. Well, like I said last week, someone forgot to wake him at the end of September. So I know. I mean, yeah. it's just come on, dude. We we can't even satisfactorily drop November lame on Mark because it's like September lame, October lame. I mean, it's just a bag of suck. It's unfortunate, man. <laughs> messing messing me up, man. They'll find a way to split with the damn Redskins. You watch. <laughs> you, you, you watch. If they only win one freaking game, it'll be one against the Redskins. It'll be it'll be a game that screws them somehow. <laughs> Out of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what it'll ha- that's what'll happen, man. Anyway, definitely, t- <laughs> definitely. I'm telling you, watch, <laughs> watch. That's what's gonna happen, man. Uh, but hey, that's okay. Uh, if there's any other NFL controversies, maybe uh, Roger Goodell's wife can help uh, you know, tweet on his behalf and <laughs> maybe line up some conversation and some dialogue. Uh, incidentally, speaking of the Panthers and the Eagles, did you know that the Carolina Panthers running backs were averaging 2.769 inches a carry? <laughs> inches? Well, that's right. They had all negative rushing, basically. <laughs> yeah. I love I love I love this I mean, line. That that there's a lot of jokes right there. Yeah. So that it, it's <laughs> look it's any not an Audi. It look <laughs> They're growers, not showers. Um look. They're they're averaging a Whitfield a carry, man. It's tough sledding. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> by, by the way, the Giants uh-huh. at Denver versus Seattle. They might get the bye week. I don't know. They might get the bye week. That that's that's win lose or draw right there. That's a draw. Incidentally, by by the metric of two point seven six nine inches per carry, uh, I love this. I love this one. Uh, if the Panthers ran the ball without throwing it, it would take the offense one hundred and thirty plays to reach a first down. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> uh, against the Eagles, the Panthers running backs combined for a total of thirteen carries for a whopping one yard. Dude. Good job, good effort. <laughs> good job, yeah. Good job, no effort. That's just atrocious. That's so Eagles bad. Show up to play, man. Well, yeah. That Dolphins, even that Dolphins O line coach thinks that blows. <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Chris, I have Ford. to say, my favorite meme from that had to be that Pepsi got mad. At the Dolphins because they like to uh, sniff mm. Coke. <laughs> a, a, cla- a classic line. 
Uh, nice. Look, anytime you're you're doing blow or nose candy, snorting, huffing, whatever, and you're professing your love for a stripper, it's probably a bad idea, bro. Don't film it. It's bad all <laughs> it's all bad anyway. That just makes it worse. And our buddy Bob Menery also has some uh, a, a commentary video on uh -oh. Chris Forster's use, so we might as well break that out. Well, it has been rough in Miami, and especially for this man, the offensive line coach. He's fed up with it. He said, fuck it, I'm going to, to the locker room and doing blow. And look at this. First snooter up the right nostril. A couple chunks fall out of his nose. He might want to lick that up after. But he doesn't seem phased. The question is, is he going to go in for another line? Yes, he is. Oh, my goodness, putting his job in serious jeopardy. His eyes are almost rolling in the back of his head. You can see his heart shooting out of his chest. Jay Cutler's banging a hooker behind him, I believe. Unbelievable. There's only a little left on the table. There's no way he's going to go for number three, folks. I highly doubt it. Wait, look at the look at his eyes. Oh, boy. Number three going up the shoot hole. Snooter McGee, number three. Wow. Picks a couple chunks out of his nose, eats him for a gummy, and that's it. Well, there's the gummy bear. Well, Snooter <laughs> McGee, number three. Snooter McGee. <laughs> Phenomenal. Pretty, fa pretty fantastic. Yeah. Jay Cutler banging a hooker in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> F it, I'm going deep, man. F it, I'm going deep. Oh, oh so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Um, side note, uh, I don't know if any of you, anybody else suffered through uh, Bears and uh, Vikings on Monday Night Football. Uh, we all did because we wanted to watch the damn know. trailer. The, the, yeah. Well, that's true. What, you could have just watched the half. I did, however, love, love, love the two-point conversion attempt with uh, that, that went was, that oh, went back to Trubisky. That was pretty great. He handed it to the running back, who handed it to the wide receiver, who pitched it back to Trubisky, <laughs> and he got into the end zone, man. That was fantastic. That was one of my favorite plays of the weekend. And, uh, you know, he's a rookie, so he can get away with that stuff. I actually thought he, he looked like he had a decent arm and some good mobility, but, you know, it, he's, not, he's not ready yet, man. That team's not that good either. But that play was a hoot. That play was fun. By the way, kudos to Jordy Nelson. Uh, Packers wide receiver Jordy Nelson adopted a baby girl in Texas before Sunday's game against the Cowboys. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, he and his wife, Emily Nelson, traveled to San Antonio to finalize the adoption of Ada Joe. Uh, Ada, maybe it's Ada, but Ada is now the Nelson's third child, the second to be adopted by the couple. So kudos to them for that. That's always cool. Um, find. Yeah, that, yeah, I know that there's some randomness out there, man. Randomness out there, dude. Um, by the way, the uh, fan who tried to fight Donald Penn, uh, Oakland Raiders player, you're an idiot and an asshole. The and hell I, were you thinking? And I'm glad he got exposed. Well, I, I, you know, oh, it, he tried. He, yeah. it was a scam. Yeah, they were trying to scam that dude and set him up and provoke a fight so we could sue him for some, you know, sue him for some money. Yeah, that's yeah. just a you know asshole. So you deserve a big fat F. And uh, if I didn't mention before, they did arrest that guy um, that punched the hell out of that out of the uh, the dude at the Panthers game. So <laughs> I, hope the, I hope they throw the book at you, ass bag. Uh, totally unnecessary, and that's one of those things that reminds me, man. Like I used to really love going to games, and I was I was chatting with Sarah you know, the other week, and I was like, God, because we went to the uh, uh, UVA Duke game in Charlottesville, and it was fun. It was fun. We had a good time, and I was uh, like, Yeah, I didn't mean to ask you about that. Yeah. Oh, it was fun, dude. It was fun. The only thing that was weird, um, 
quite honestly, having a three-year-old and a one-year-old at a football game meant that I really didn't watch much of the football game. Uh, most of <laughs> yeah. it was really spent dealing with the kids. So, and you know, again, it was fun. You know, we didn't we didn't have to pay for our tickets. We got a, a park and pass. We were right beside the stadium. I mean, right beside it. Uh, so that was fantastic. Uh, but we had a good time, and, and, and the kids had fun. Got some cute pictures. Uh, but they were restless. They were restless. I mean, and, and it was really hard to kind of enjoy the game. And I, I was just like, yeah, there's no way we're spending a couple hundred bucks to hoof them up for a Redskins. Like, I would do a preseason game, but I wouldn't do a regular season game yet. And quite frankly, it's just, it, it gets so ridiculous. I think pro games, there's a lot of assholes in the stands, man. Uh, and yeah. uh, if it was just me or me, like, you know, me and Shannon or me and Randy, if it was like us, whatever. But I don't, I don't know that I'm ready to subject. I don't know how old my kids are going to have to be before I'm like, yeah, let's go to a pro game, y'all. <laughs> I, I just, I wouldn't take mine. And yeah. my, you know, I've got an 11 and a nine year old. The, the behavior that I've seen at the games, dude, I, I don't want my kids around that yeah. stuff, man. I mean, if it was one where it's, we could tailgate and we were hanging out in a box somewhere, I could probably get down yeah. with that. You know what I mean? I could probably get down with that. But, but like the, the the playoff game against the Packers, yeah, like kickoff happens like there's a father and a son to my right mm-hmm. and then like three or like two or three fans past them kid just starts barfing right at kickoff and they throw they promptly throw him out because he had too much tailgating well if you're barfing right at kickoff <laughs> you need to learn like, how to tailgate a little bit better bud I, I i look man i mean you have to imagine that that's a hundred plus dollars for that ticket and you're kicked out right at kickoff. Like, what yeah. are you thinking, dude? Like, come on. Yeah, look, you got to party hard, but you got to party smart, man. I, that, I, I get it. They, but... I see, obviously, he wasn't thinking. No, oh, no. It, like, like, at least he didn't uh, jump up. At least he didn't go Bill's Mafia and like jump off a van and break his leg on the table, or steal a ketchup container, or have somebody, you know, or maybe wouldn't slip into digits in the derriere of somebody in the stands. I mean, you know. Could have been worse, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, typical F- goings on. Uh, yeah, typical. Uh, by the way, side note: however you feel about the protest, how you feel about the anthem protest, but F on Mike Pence for uh, staging his little walkout deal on the day they unveiled Peyton Manning's statue. Big fat F on you on that one. Uh, if if you want to do like whatever your deal is, that's fine. That that's your thing. People will tear it apart or support it, love it, hate it, whatever they do. But I don't know, man. I just, I just think that was distasteful on it, on the day they 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 bust out Peyton Manning's statue that that weekend yeah. in honor so, of him. It was so uh, unnecessary. I know. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, all it was yeah. was trying to get all these fake triots all fired up. You know, these fake patriots who, America, 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 who never served a day in their life. You know, it, it, that pisses me off. Do you like how yeah. he he tweeted out a picture that was like from three years ago or whatever it was? goofy yeah it's like dude you haven't been to a game in three years and now all of a sudden you're gonna show up to the colt san francisco 49ers game and the 49ers are the team that started all this and who have usually well, have knew. the most players that he knew he knew i mean come he on he knew but I, I just that's not the weekend to do it man if, if you're nah, a, if you're a not, life not not when you're retiring the, probably the greatest player in the history of that franchise i mean Let's be realistic. I mean, they've had some great players. For well, Colt, I mean, Ross really, it's it's, it's going to be yeah. I mean, it's going to be Johnny U and Peyton. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, those two guys. I, but I just, I mean, pick a different. Look, if you want a grandstand, pick a different weekend, dude. Pick a different weekend, my, bro. My favorite, I think, was the sports pickle on Twitter. And they're like, shouldn't the vice president pick a better game to go to? Like, <laughs> shouldn't he make better choices? Like, the Colts and <clears throat> Niners, it's not the best game to go to. It like, wasn't. But it, it was clearly strategically picked. I, I did appreciate the humor there. Yes. But, like, come on, man. Like, I, I get what you're trying to do there with all that stuff, but come on. That that, yeah. that was not the time or the place. No, no. I, I just think that was unfortunate. I did like the uh, the headline. Uh, Shannon, I think you may have shared this. Um, so there was a Colorado TV station that was uh, had a piece. They were talking about Jake Butt, Denver, Denver Broncos rookie tight end. <laughs> and so they, uh, they had <laughs> – their graphics said – uh, KRDO in Colorado identified him as Jake Butt with a position as tight butt. Nice. <laughs> it's like, come on, y'all. How'd they get, how'd they get that graphic wrong? Uh, some woman must have had some, uh, yeah, got a good look and, uh, may have some hot flashes or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, or, and her guy, you know, you never yeah. know. I mean, it's funny. But it's hilarious. It's, it's totally hilarious. It's pretty fantastic, but it's like, and Jake yes, he knows he knows butt. he's the, he knows he's a tight. I mean, he had a tweet talking about he's a tight end and his last name is Butt. Ha ha. I mean, he knows, but it's like, yeah, y'all are so silly. Also, uh, I do hope that uh, you know Luke Keekley ends up being okay. I think it's a, obviously a shame that he suffered another concussion. Uh, the fact that that was a Thursday night game probably did not help him. Um, and we mentioned this the other night. He is wearing, or at least has been wearing, this woodpecker collar, which is a, a little bit uh, unusual. Anyway, it's, it's meant to help prevent concussions. Uh, it's called the Q collar, and the inspiration was drawn from the physiology of a woodpecker. Uh, of course, woodpeckers you know, beat their damn head against uh, trees, <laughs> but they don't suffer brain damage. So <laughs> this is because, among other advantages, a woodpecker's tongue can put pressure on its jugular vein. By doing so, the blood flow out of the skull cavity slows and provides a cushion for the brain on the inside of the skull. So, the co-inventor of the Q-collar, uh, what they do is they have the two ends of the Q-collar pressed slightly uh, you know, on the, the wearer's jugular vein. Clearly, it did not work with intended results. But I think the bigger story here is for him to be as young as he is, I mean, last, that concussion last year was nasty. Oh, yeah. That yeah, one was definitely. nasty. Um, they're not the same defense without him, but that's one of those things where you go, man, I, I hope that's not essentially the end. Like, I, ho I hope that's not how his career ends, is, is, uh, uh, this concussion or maybe another one. Um, but you have to start thinking about it. And it, it, it's a shame because, I mean, he's a baller, he's a gamer, he's a likable guy. It, it's unfortunate. I hope he ends up being okay. But, you know, when you have those kind of concussions and those kind of results, you have to start thinking about down the road man you, you just you, you just have to so that one's tough a few games i did want to mention number one michigan state sticking that l on uh michigan michigan <laughs> michigan in the big house thought that was pretty fantastic we'll dance around a couple of topics real quick um holding on to win 14 to 10 which is kind of ugly look the wolverines had five turnovers that's a that's a hard way to win dude um shannon I only have one question for you sure with michigan state and michigan did Harbaugh ship his pants? 
<laughs> so, well, doesn't he always ship his pants? Yeah. It was it was raining, so it, uh, it was slop. It was a bunch of slop. So it may have looked like he shipped his pants, <laughs> but you know the rain may have added to that. Yeah, uh, look, Harbaugh is one and four versus Michigan State and Ohio State. It's tough sledding. Tough sledding. That, that is. It, it's tough when you lose your starting quarterback yeah. and you're in the middle of a driving rainstorm. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Like I was watching game day last Saturday. At the time, they said, "Oh, it's ninety percent chance of storms." So I immediately text Mark, and I'm like, "Michigan, Michigan State has ninety percent chance of storms. Take the under. Under is 14 to ten. I'd say that uh, that worked out." He didn't make the bet. Aww. Oops. Well, of course, your track record recently has not been good. You probably had Oklahoma all over Iowa State, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I had them winning the game. I, I, I didn't call them by 30. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty fat spread. <laughs> Iowa State, the final score is 38-31. Look, that's the Cyclones' first win versus <laughs> Oklahoma since 1990. Good That's God. a long time, Damn. bro. So damn right they planted that flag in the Oklahoma logo. Um, <laughs> by the way, is everyone going to do that if they beat Oklahoma? They may have they may have started the, a trend that they they shouldn't have with that. The first one I can understand, but I'm, well, Iowa State hadn't beaten them in since we were well since I was ten. So yeah, it's a long time. Biggest upset loss, by the way, um, in the last forty seasons for Oklahoma. I'll for Oklahoma, yeah. yeah, there was a forty-five point loss earlier yeah. this year. They were uh, at the close. They were favored by thirty and a half. Yeah, that, so, that's just damn. that's so many points. Yeah, I mean that's a huge amount. Largest FBS over FBS upset this season, but again, biggest upset loss in the last forty seasons. That's crazy for Oklahoma. Pretty pretty ridiculous. Um, last little college note: Western Michigan Buffalo uh, seven overtime scoring monstrosity. Hope you took the over. A hundred and thirty-nine combined points. I mean, it's a basketball score, dude. Ridiculous. The most combined points in a single FBS game in FBS history. And the fourth seven overtime game. So random, random side note. But uh, that's my college. That's my college football update. Oh, the week. <laughs> Other than oh, well, we did have Syracuse Clemson to start the podcast. Well, so, I do. I will give you one cool stat. A kid from Arizona, backup mm-hmm. quarterback, came into the game. Um, what's his name? Khalil Tay. Mm-hmm. Set an FBS record for rushing yards by a quarterback for 327 yards. Holy hell. <laughs> Damn. Dude. Did not start the game. But as a quarterback, ran for three twenty-seven and a forty-five, forty-two upset of Colorado. That's a wee bit ridiculous, friend. How is that not like an NCAA record in general for just most rushing yards in a game? I mean, that's well, ridiculous. You had well, that was what a couple of years ago. The kid uh, Perrine from uh, Washington now mm-hmm. was on uh, Oklahoma, and he set the record at what was a four something, and then a week later <clears> got <throat> broken. It was like. Really? I remember mm-hmm. that now. Yeah, Samaje Perine had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had, had it, it. Had it for a week. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> and then it was gone. And it's gone. That's the way it goes, uh, brother. Yeah, I mean, 
Kyle, like I say, like I said earlier in the podcast, I think if you're looking for upsets, I think this is a prime weekend for mm-hmm. upsets in college football. <laughs> I ain't, Alabama ain't going down, but no. you'll, you'll unless you're some, playing against Alabama, then no. <laughs> you're you're going to see some upsets this weekend, and actually, we've got our second one of the night. Uh, number eight, Washington State's getting their butts handed to them by Cal right now. Womp womp. Did someone tell them it's no longer Friday the thirteenth? Well, it still is in Cali. Oh, good call. You are correct, sir. Well done. Yay time difference. 27-3. Look at that. Dude, that's a (laughs) ass-whooping. They're getting lit up, as Buck Cherry would say. There you go. No, that's that's obviously for Chris Forrester. (laughs) Just saying, man. Just saying. Before we get to, and we do need to hit wrap up o'clock and, and start getting the hell out of here. So we're probably going to burn through a couple of uh, NFL notes. Uh, number one, uh, we'll see what happens with Zeke and the Cowboys, but fully expect them to fight with, with every ounce in that organizational being to keep him from being suspended this year. Every ounce of it. We'll see how that plays out. Um, but I do want to spend a little time with the uh, the Packers and the Cowboys, and quite frankly. <laughs> A song. I don't know why this song popped into my head. It's one I had not heard in a long time. But I was, you know, it's funny. Like I've got a lot of cowboy fans in my newsfeed, and uh, there's a few in particular that really entertain me. Because when the Cowboys have a bad game, they're like, "F the Cowboys! I hate them." And then when the Cowboys have a good game, they're all they're all about it again. So you know, some of my friends are really interesting to pay attention to. Um, but. <laughs> when the Cowboys took the lead late in that game and that was a hell that that was a really good football game by the way that was a fun football game to watch that was really enjoyable a lot of big plays and and what's the right answer to try to milk clock I mean you got to get into the end zone right you got to get in the end zone um so I don't fault Dallas for scoring but they, they left just enough time uh for Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers to to totally stick that back on them but I thought it was great because uh all these rowdy Cowboys fans all of a sudden it was a big bag of shh. And so I thought to myself, huh, Paula Cole you, knows, man. Where have all the where have all the a, where have all the cowboys gone, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you that never leave over a minute. You never leave over a minute on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. Never. Did anyone think that? Green Bay was going to lose that game with that much time left because, like, yeah. when I saw that, like, when they scored with that much time, I'm like, they done screwed up. Dude, dude, uh, Shannon, we're married men. We know how to score with that much time left on the clock, right? That, that's right, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Great. It, it, let me tell you something. When you marry with kids... <laughs> You know how to manage the clock, dude. Dude, never in my life have I eat. You know, I we eat so damn fast. You know what's what sucks is like um, Sarah and I had lunch today, and so we met at Meza. By the way, if you have not been to Meza in Shore Pump, do yourself a favor. If you're over in the West End and you're by Shore Pump, go to Meza. It's okay. like it's like it's like a Mediterranean Mediterranean Mediterranean. Mediterranean. That's a new one, man. <laughs> Wait a second, <laughs> Pastafarian? Yeah, what? It's <laughs> it's a, it's like a Mediterranean Chipotle that doesn't suck. You know what I mean? They are so good, dude. Meza, 
try if you're over in the west end try them out man so good so good but we had lunch and we're sitting there and you know like i feel like i'm like i'm just totally like crushing this flatbread spicy chicken thing with hummus and quinoa and all the stuff in it and i'm crushing it and then i'm like i can't eat this entire thing it's it's too full and, and i and i looked at her and i said you know this is the only bad thing about about you know having dinner with the kids is i get so used to eating so fast you know, because we got to do all this crap. We got to clean up. We got to feed the kids. We got to bathe the kids. We got this. We got that. We got this. We got that. You know, and so you, you, you know, I, I feel like when the kids are really little, you get into this habit of just shoving food in your face as quickly as you can, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. so you kind of oh, lose yeah. a certain degree of enjoyment with meals. And every once in a while, you have to remind yourself when you don't have your kids that you don't have to shovel food in your pie hole like, you know, like your Whitfield loading up, man, on, on free chicken from U-Crops. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. You know, it's, it's pretty wild, you know. Uh, but anyway, the game was super compelling. The game was super fun. I enjoyed it. I certainly believed that, yes, that the Packers were going to get that done. Uh, I loved the end of that. Again, a com- very, very compelling fourth quarter. <sighs> I'm just thinking back to all, all the Cowboys posts. They still make me laugh. Where have all the Cowboys gone? I, there, somebody had a, an article, and they had this cow- this uh, Packers fan that was in the stands with like a minute 13 left, and all these Cowboys are go- like fans are going crazy around him. And he's like, <laughs> like just too much time left, y'all. Too much uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> too much yeah. time, man. Uh, and, and they did. They executed beautifully. Uh, they set him up beautifully. And again, that was just a fun game, dude. That was a fun, fun, fun game. Obviously, I'm happy with the end result uh, as a Packers fan on some level. And then the Redskins fan of me loved, loves it when the Cowboys lose. Uh, and then the Packers fan of me was like, this is fantastic. They beat them. Woo! Uh, pretty good. I'm trying to scroll down to where this little piece was. But yeah, Green Bay rolled right down the field. I think there's, there's really two signature plays. One is the third and eight from the 31 when Rodgers escaped the sack and just took off down the sideline. He had a little extra high-step boogie on that one. Got an 18-yard oh, yeah. you know, gain and a first down. And that set up that winning touchdown, which essentially ended up being two fade routes from the 12 you know, to Devontae Adams. And obviously the second one was, was just a clutch, beautiful throw uh, and a great catch, man. So that was a, a fun 35-31 uh, Packers win. But uh, I'm not gonna I'm not going to crap all over the Cowboys for that one. Um, I, I, you know, they had some pretty big plays. That was a fun football game. That that's that's the kind of game where if if you just enjoy watching football, you have a good time with it. You know what I mean? That that was a fun one to watch, and it's certainly better than some of the ugly crap I've seen. Uh, Steelers, I'm looking at you, by the way, getting your ass handed to you. And by the way, has has any team screwed more people in death pools than the Jacksonville Jaguars? Anybody? <laughs> I mean, for real, it, you you pick against them. You know, they screw they you. You pick them, they screw you. I mean, F you, Jacksonville. You're killing me, Bastards. man. They took me out. They took you out too, right, Randy? Yep. Did they get you, and Shannon? they took Shannon out. Oh, there you go. And they took me out because I had Pittsburgh. I was Pittsburgh no. or Philadelphia. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me take Pittsburgh. And, yeah. You know, I, I'm sorry. That's Pittsburgh oh, as pick, it was Sunday. Pittsburgh, yeah. With the five yeah. picks. It, unfortunately, that was Roethlisberger showing his age. Unfor- I, I I think he's just he started at the beginning of the season going, I don't know, maybe I'm done, mm-hmm. and now he's starting to really show that signs where maybe his career really is. It, he needs to hang it up. I don't think they gave Le'Veon Bell enough touches, man. I, he he's only forty had- touches. Damn it! 
Look, he hit fifteen rushes for forty-seven <laughs> yards. Like that dude. Like in Pittsburgh had a lead in the third quarter right mm-hmm. before the two pick sixes. Like that's that's when you. It's going to be a grinded out game at that point. That's grinded out, punt it, try to force Blake Bortles to beat you. Look, well, I mean, you do realize the Jaguars threw fourteen passes in that game, right? Fourteen, dude, they didn't fourteen, run once in the fourth quarter. Fourteen, dude. The Steeler, big uh, Roethlisberger threw fifty-five times. Five, yeah, it's too much, who man. Who would have thought Roethlisberger was going to go Matt Schaub in the fourth quarter? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty pretty ridiculous, man. Pretty ridiculous. This is one of those things. I mean, look, one one of those was tipped and it went right to Telvin Smith. That was the first pick six. Uh, That was the first pick six for Roethlisberger since 2008. But I mean, that's he, damn impressive. Which you go, man, it's pretty good. The only bad thing was his next streak was only one series because it does a pick <laughs> six in the next possession, third and eight from the thirty-five, and uh, Roethlisberger threw. It was hot to uh, Antonio Brown. The ball got tipped again, picked by Barry Church, and that was a fifty-one yard uh, pick six with the Jacksonville Jaguars up twenty to nine. Fourth quarter, you know, obviously the Steelers have to be pretty aggressive. It's twenty-three nine. Steelers ball. He throws long, and I don't remember which wide receiver it was. They fell down on the route, and, and the ball just went right to the Jags' D, man. So, And then a little bit later, a little over three minutes ago, man, uh, Big Ben throws deep to the end zone again. The ball's a little underthrown, and Gibson skies up and snags the second interception of the day. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, that was not the Steelers' day. Look, Jacksonville's just burning clock, essentially, and then freaking Leonard Fournette cranks off a 90-yard touchdown run on, like, third and two. Longest in Jaguars, Fantasy. longest in Jaguars history, bro. Fantasy owners were like, "Thank you." Yes, they're like, "Thank you, fantastic." Yeah. Well, an, an interesting tidbit about that run: he he topped out at twenty two point zero five miles per hour on yeah. that ninety yard touchdown run. That's pretty damn fast. I think it was Rich Eisen that said uh, something like. I guess he lost his water weight from like the combine. Oh yeah, I laughed. It was pretty funny. Speaking of Roethlisberger, and I just don't want to forget this. We're obviously talking about you have Eli, Rivers, and Roethlisberger, and maybe there's somebody else kind of in that same period. But those are really the three guys you think of from that kind of draft class and, and that era this year so far. Big Ben's yards per attempt six point five. His worst ever. Yeah. His completion percentage, 61.5. Worse since 2008. His touchdown to interception ratio, 6 to 7, right? Worse since, worse since 2006. Giveaways per game, 1.6. Worse since 06. His passer rating, 75.8. Worse since 2006. It's all ugly. That was his third year, right? We'd have to, yeah. Give, yeah. Right in that zone, yeah. So, you know, here you are talking about like the, you know, in the post post game presser, and I mean, he's like, maybe I don't have now. He's he's kind of like half joking, but he's like, maybe I don't have it anymore. That was ugly, dude. That loss is not all on him, but you throw you throw five picks, <laughs> you're not winning a lot of games, bro. You know, you know, five picks and two pick sixes. It was five picks, right? It's definitely two pick sixes. I'm pretty sure it was five interceptions. You're not winning yep. much of anything. You do, you do that. Well, so maybe it is all on him. No, I mean a couple of those were tip balls. But I, I think the impending decline 
of of Roethlisberger, Eli, and Rivers, man. Owen oh, Palmer too. It's another kind of older guy. Yep. It's, a, it's a weird. It's a weird year, dude. It's a weird year. By the way, Change, um, changing of the guard. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about some of the young guys we're we're like we're we're just reveling in, man. Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff's had a had a pretty strong year too. There's some really good young quarterbacks. Um, you know, I, I do feel bad since I mentioned Deshaun Watson. It, it's a shame for uh, the Texans losing Merciless and J.J. Watt. When J.J. Watt went down and they panned to the stadium and the crowd in the stadium, oh, dude, there, oh were people cr- there were people crying in the stands. He means that much to that community, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, we don't wish injury upon anybody. Okay, we don't. Um, I, I look. There's plenty of teams I don't like. There's plenty of players I don't like. But you know what? What I don't I don't celebrate injuries. I think you're an asshole if you celebrate injuries. Yeah, um, that's terrible. I, I don't cheer for them. I don't root for them. I don't celebrate them. We talk about them and we might make bad jokes about them. That does happen. But I don't like. I would much rather all the players be healthy and make it through the year. Settle it on the field with the best of what you got. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's far preferable to me. Uh, but to see Watt go down that way, and then, I don't know, it's kind of weird with all the camera stuff. They're in the tunnel. There's him getting an ambulance. That was a little bit strange. But um, that's a pretty significant loss for Houston, losing Merciless, losing Watt. But, dude, just you can see how much he means to those fans when they panned around. And it just felt like every single <clears throat> camera shot they had, somebody was, was in tears after he got hurt. And they just looked devastated. I hope that this is not the end. Like we're seeing the end, the beginning of the end for JJ Watt. I hope that's not the case, but you have to start to wonder uh, the cumulative effect of all these injuries on, on his body and then on his psyche. Uh, And it's a shame gifted player, hell of a player, but you know, sometimes your body just betrays you. Sorry to see that happening to him. Flip side, at least for Houston is if Watson is what he appears to be, so far, those fans are going to have something else pretty significant to root for because he's likable and he does stuff. T- you know what I mean? He does stuff too. So, anyway, I guess that's kind of your scoop. Unless there's some games you want to pick or throw some darts out, I-, I think I've pretty much covered all the territory I feel like or want to cover. Was there anything uh, that we missed you guys want to, you-, you know, hit at or dig up or pick on or lob <laughs> out or. Well, I have a prop. I have a prop bet. If anybody wants to take it, all right. right. Let's see what we got here. I'll write it down. Do, do, does anybody want to say the Jets win four straight this weekend? Who are they playing this weekend? Intense. Oh, the Patriots. Yeah. Hmm. I I never thought the Jets would win three games this season. But does anybody want to take the bet that they win four straight? I will not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know about that. Jets win four straight. I don't know that I want to take that one. I'm not feeling that. Um, no. Side note, I mean, side note, uh, Josh McCown, on his first trip back to Cleveland since being released in February, he said, <laughs> it took me three years in two teams, but daggummit, I got me a win at First Energy Stadium. <laughs> I, I got that, man. That, that made me laugh. Yeah, that was that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Went back and, uh, there. Go ahead, go ahead, Randy. I was gonna say I'll give it a little uh, update on get my beer. Uh, the Jags screwed me again. <laughs> um, 
They cut Ryan Nassib, and I said he would start at least half the games this year. So uh, womp, womp. I owe Justin and Mark beer. Yeah, you do. Did uh, did we make a bet on the San Francisco indie game? No, we didn't because I knew they were going to lose anyway. Though it was by three points in overtime, but mm. you know. And ageless uh, wonder Adam Vinatieri. As frustrated overtime win. As frustrated as I am about the Niners cutting Navarro Bowman, I mean, I guess I get it, but I just hope he lands on a contender so that he can get a ring. He's, I mean, he's, he was such a dynamic player yeah. when he, before his injuries. I know. It, I, I don't know. Well, it, it, it's weird to see his exodus, but you know he had a pretty significant contract going on, and if they were going to dump him, it, it, they should have probably should have done it before the season started to give him a little bit more time to figure out where he's going to go. They tried to trade him. Nobody was willing to take on the contract. But at least they're letting him, instead of like shoving him to to anybody that made, that made an offer to him, they're letting him pick where he wants to go. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. It's going to be weird to see him with another uniform on. He's not the player that he was, but he can still play. That's one of those guys, man, given what he's been through, uh, I'd like to see him end up on a team that's contending late, you know, and, and makes a run at the Super Bowl. That would be pretty good. Uh, before I forget, um, we talked about the Packers and the Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> did you did you see where the Cowboys uh, they trolled their own team with their practice scoreboard? Uh oh. <laughs> they had it uh, one thirteen left on the clock, thirty one twenty eight. Oh. Fourth quarter. That's what they had in their practice field. Yep. That was the scenario versus Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I did want to say for anybody that's local to uh, Richmond, Virginia, if you haven't seen them yet, man, Sugar Shack Donuts has some golden snitch donuts. If you're a Harry oh, That's where you can get them. Uh-huh. Awesome. I got to try those. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. They're going to sell the hell out of those things. So the absolute hell out of those. They actually, they're in such high demand that they recommended putting in a pre-order. That's pretty ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> pretty ridiculous. shocked me. Although, Shannon, to be fair, I don't know if they have gluten, a gluten-free variant of that. That might be your only your only they, obstacle. Yeah, they usually do the, the, the truck where they do the gluten-free donuts just to make sure it's completely gluten-free. Yeah. But, like, whenever they did those, like, we you had the pre-order because, like, they they would sell out of the pre-orders. That's crazy. So like peop, people would try to go up and walk up and be like, hey, I want this and that, and they'd be like, no, nope. we got pre-orders. We're sold out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, yo. <laughs> like, it, it, it's that good, too, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. They are some incredibly good donuts. Uh, I, oh made the, I made the mistake of trying to save them over the course of a weekend. It was a bad idea. You need, yeah. to, eat, you need to eat those donuts within, uh, I would say, 36 hours of your purchase for the for maximum satisfaction. If you have to go fat kid, fucking go fat kid, man. Just eat those damn donuts. <laughs> Fuck it, they dude. are worth it. Yeah. <laughs> a couple other random side notes. They are worth it. Uh, I'm going to see if I, I, I don't know. I, I might call and maybe I'll luck into a, a snitch donut, a golden snitch donut. I kind of doubt it, though. Random side note. I love this, uh, th- this story. Imagine trying to explain this to someone from 2006. This is the headline. Potential Senate candidate Kid Rock fires back at Eminem for his anti-president Trump freestyle rap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was like, no, if you had said that to me in 2006, I've been like, 
What drugs are you on, dude? <laughs> no. No doubt. There. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, also, uh, random randomness since it's Friday the 13th. There is a Flight 666 flying today, Friday the 13th, that is going to H-E-L. Helsinki. Yeah, that's a bunch of nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, Apparently me, they landed safely, but you're telling me you don't want to be on flight six 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 landing in hell, hell no. on Friday on the thirteenth. The thirteenth, no. Uh, hell no. No, pretty pretty Not fantastic. No deal. And, and, and also, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Um, all the all the fires in California, man, is absolutely crazy. Uh, Raiders players are were practicing with like masks on and all this banana stuff. Um, I don't know. As of when we're recording right now, I don't think they've moved that game yet. They floated out a contingency yeah, plan of moving that to Levi Stadium, so that would be kind of weird. Uh, but moving that there due to the wildfire. But I saw this this blurb and I was like, man, that's that kind of sucks. Uh, so the uh, the wildfire has actually burned down um, the home of uh, Peanuts creator Charles Schultz. So wow, yeah, that was that was unfortunate. He lived in this particular home, built it in the 70s, and he lived there until his death in 2000. So you think of all the memorabilia and think of all the work and all the stuff that was there, uh, just lost. And, and and that stinks. And then, you know, the flip side, I don't know if you guys have been following it. Man, it, it's cra- there is so much crazy stuff going on right now uh, in between, like, the hurricanes and Houston and Puerto Rico, which is bananas. And then the wildfires in California. I mean, there is some like just ridiculous stuff happening right now. And I have just read so many articles and so many stories. I was reading this, the you know, about some of these uh you know retirees and these elderly couples that, that, that you know they lost everything, their home's gone. And there was one couple that you know they ended up jumping jumping in a pool to escape the fire because they got they were in their car and they were driving and they and they couldn't they got blocked something fell on the road and so they ran back to the house and they. They jumped in a pool and, and, you know, they they would come up for air every once in a while and for hours and hours and hours. And the husband survived. The wife did not. So she died in his arms. I mean, I mean, how horrible is all that stuff? And uh, like the article, they were saying like it, it was called they were hanging out, man. They were hanging out, just chilling. And, and the guy woke up and there was like one ember in the yard. And then, you know, next thing you know, whoo, the fire is just a blazing around, and they had just just so little time to get the hell out of there. It's just crazy, you know. It's just crazy stuff, and we try not to be like all you know <laughs> schmoozy poozy, ridiculous, you know, wax philosophical, and get all sentimental on people. But there's there's a lot of crazy going on. So you know, raise a glass to your friends, your family, your loved ones, and and try to have a good time, which obviously is what we we did here on this Freestyle Friday, uh, sports brew style. You know, I appreciate the time with you guys. So thanks for certainly thanks for that. But yeah, there, there's I mean, it's just bananas, man. Those wildfires in California are crazy. How quickly they spread and the, and the level of devastation and damage just just nuts. So, anywho, that's depressing. I don't want to end on that note. You know, the irony is, and if I remember correctly, isn't it like wildfire sports is trying to get us on their? Uh... That's true. <laughs> the the irony of all ironies at that point it seems like a good plug i don't know if we're going to be on there i think we will <laughs> hey wildfire sports. wildfire sports do wants you, us on their yeah. network so. do, you, do you like that turnaround here we're talking about the wildfires in california now we're talking about you welcome to the way the sports brew works 
<laughs> Randomness. Randomness and stupidity is what we got. Uh, by yes. the way, I do appreciate the fact that the Yankees will not let Cleveland forget about that time LeBron James was a was a Yankees fan and held up a Yankees hat. <laughs> Thought that was pretty funny. Laughed and laughed and laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to try to catch up with the guy, this uh, John, uh, this weekend and chat with him, and we'll see kind of how that uh, uh, works out. But look, man, enjoy the NLCS, enjoy the ALCS. Hopefully, we get some good games, a good series. Well, sorry, Nats fans. Another Ugh. another day, another uh, another playoff meltdown. Uh, by the way, what did the uh, had that Astros Yankees game game one play out? Anybody been tracking two, the score? Two one Astros. There you yep. go. Go Astros. <laughs> Go Astros. <laughs> Not surprised at all, Randy. I hate your face. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Uh, anywho, no, enjoy the college football. Have fun with the NFL, too. You know, every weekend there's a couple of good games, and sometimes you're just like, uh, that's what I have to choose from? Uh, barf. Um, so hopefully. Uh, and you get a seven overtime thriller. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully there's some good ones. Um, I'm looking forward to me personally, uh, Redskins, 49ers, uh, Packers, Vikings could be decent. Um, Patriots, Jets, I, eh, you know, 49ers, Redskins might be, eh, but I, and I'm hoping that's a, a decent one. Rams, Jaguars. I'm actually kind of intrigued by, uh, Steelers, Chiefs. God bless. If the Steelers don't figure it out, they're going to get their ass handed to them by the Chiefs and they should. Yeah. Not the prettiest slate of games. I mean, some of these are kind of fug, fug buckets, man. Colts, Titans, eh. Giants, Broncos. Come on, man. We're freaking the Broncos all over them. Chargers, Raiders, you'd think would be a good game, but Chargers aren't good. Raiders, I don't know. Until Carr is back and healthy, I don't quite know what to make He's of them. He's supposed to play this I know. Weekend. He wants to play. I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but he wants to play. so either. Um, Packers, Vikings usually gives you usually gives you a good game. Uh, Eagles Panthers was decent, although we didn't. I didn't necessarily watch it because we were prepping for podcast stuff. Uh, Dolphins Falcons might be interesting, uh, only because I want to see if the Dolphins kind of avoid the dreaded dumpster fire season, and they're perilously close. But uh, not not the prettiest slate of games, man. I mean Texans Browns, woo buddy, let's roll. Um, <laughs> That's the fire waiting to happen yeah. right. Can't there, wait. Man. Can't wait. Texans Browns, buddy. Scheduling my day around it. Shot some brown down the tank. Yeah, shot a lot of brown yeah, down the tank. Sean Watson's probably got a field day. Yeah, although well, Miles Garrett looked pretty good. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Well, I know some of it was a little garbagey, garbage production, but you know Watson had a pretty good day, you know, against the Chiefs. So he's still rolling, man. He's gonna be an interesting follow over the course of the year. A little bit of a revenge game when you get to uh, the Redskins and the 49ers, man. You got Vernon Davis, you got Pierre Garcon, you got. Obviously, uh, you know Kyle Shanahan. Uh, so I'm curious to see how that plays out. Hopefully, that's a, hopefully that's an enjoyable football game. I do hope the Redskins obviously beat the hell out of the 49ers. But uh, <laughs> end up like the first time I went to an actual no. game. I'm good. Yeah. What was that? 56 to seven or 56 to three or 56 to 13? 52 to 14. Hmm. You don't forget something like that well, especially when it's your first NFL yeah. game. I did only because the Redskins scored so much I lost track and the 49ers were sucking big fat bags of fail. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, the only thing I can say is uh, that was a game that I saw Frank Gore rip off a 76-yard touchdown run in his rookie season. Yeah, so I no, was kind of happy with that. That, that part was kind of cool. Actually, we did have a good time. I think we played a whole bunch of uh, football in the parking lot while we were tailgating. 
That uh, we did. Yeah. No, that that was a good time. That was a good time. That was a good time, man. All right, guys. Well, I tell you what, let's get the hell out of here. If you have any wrap-up thoughts or notes or stories or anything you want to share, by all means, do that. Otherwise, I think it's just shut down the clock. We'll get out of here, and I'll work my ass off to flip this tomorrow. Let's <laughs> call it a day, man. Yeah, man. Sounds like a plan to me. All right. So uh, my wrap-up thought, man, uh, <laughs> this makes me laugh. Mensa, this is the headline, Mensa, an association of ostensible geniuses, takes Donald Trump's bait. <laughs> the... The ongoing feud between President Donald Trump and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson reached an absolutely bizarre reality-bending level this week, with Trump responding to reports that Tillerson had called him a moron by suggesting that they could compare IQ tests, and I can tell you who's going to win. I thought that was really a hoot. I love the fact that Mensa basically was like, all right, let's go, man. (laughs) (laughs) Issuing a press release uh, proclaiming that Mensa IQ tests abound in October. Politicians... Welcome. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was pretty funny because look, there's a lot. Again, however it is you you look at things is is however you look at it. We may not agree, but uh, one thing I think is very real is, is, is you, you got to maintain a sense of humor, and sometimes you you got to have a laugh because life is hard. <laughs> life is hard. It's a tough economic and political environment, man. We got a lot of stuff going on, so find a little humor, try to have a little fun, and spend some good time with people that you care about, you love, and. Just try to enjoy it. Enjoy a few little things, man. Just not the Panthers 2.7 inches per rush. <laughs> <Don't>, mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that's not one of those little things you get to enjoy. Is that what she said? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to have to ask Whitfield. <laughs> wow. Secondary blast. Dang. Man. Ruthless, dude. Ruthless. <laughs> Captain, not have it the other way. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> what are you gonna do, man? And Todd, look, I hate pumpkin beer. Stop talking to me about freaking pumpkin beer, dude. Get out of my face with that crap, okay? I don't want it. And does <laughs> Sam Jackson want to chime in on that one? Freaking pumpkin beer, Todd. Shut the fuck up! Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> what country you from? Pumpkin beer. The hell. The cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. No, it's not. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! That's right. I don't the beast there, damn, Sam. Bruh. Bruh. I think I asked Todd stopped responding to my reply. This was a, a group text he had with me and Shannon, uh, and he and he was like, "Oh yeah, come on, we got some pumpkin beer, blah 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 blah. Come on down, hey, fill some growlers, a lot of the blah blah blah." And I wrote something completely obnoxious to him, and he just stopped responding. <laughs> he stopped. He just he just stopped acknowledging them, uh, which I think it was a shame because I said, uh, "Yeah, here you go." <laughs> hey, t- hey, tooting. Uh, what time are you vomiting candy corn in the pumpkin patch and delivering barf bu- barf bucket pumpkin ale? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be surprised that he did not acknowledge that text. <laughs> Maybe not. Can't imagine why. <laughs> that yeah, that's right, Peter Griffin. That's pumpkin beer. <laughs> that sums it up. That sums up right there. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it live! Fuck it! 
Do it live! I can do it live and we'll do it live! <laughs> fucking thing sucks! Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> you like discipline? Stop it! Yes. That's right, man. All right, y'all. From all of us, all of you, man, enjoy your weekend, enjoy the sports, and we will catch you on the flip side. Peace out. We are the Sports Brew. Keywords are sports and brew, whether that's facebook.com slash sports brew or on Twitter at VA Sports Brew, live sportscaster.com, our home feed on Podbean, the Google Play Store, iTunes, dude, all over the place, man. You know the deal. You want to hang out, chit chat, talk, run some smack, <laughs> get some, what did Shannon call it? Slap back. You want some slap back? So don't give me the crap. <laughs> yeah, <don't>. <laughs> we. <laughs> I think that's what he probably did uh, with with Amber's lap dance when he disappeared for a while earlier. I think there was I think there was some <laughs> slapback right there, man. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Did you wait? Did you go Atomic Dog? I'm just saying. Yeah. No, you don't have to answer that question. It's okay. It's, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just no comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were saying. I know you went Snoop Dogg to Amber. I know. <laughs> What's my name? What's my name? It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Or if you want to go really old school, like when we intern at the station, man. Yeah, there you go. There's a classic. We'll smack that baby. Woo! That's for you, bro. That's for you, brother. Oh, anyway, that was stupid. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I am the captain with the sports crew. Good night, y'all. We will catch you on the flip side. <laughs> Peace. See ya. Peace. Dude, we said an hour and a half. Two hours and 50 freaking minutes. And this shocks you? No, it doesn't. About right. Sounds about right. Great. Yeah, Yay me. Exactly. I'll, I'll have fun Always tomorrow. Always take the over with the podcast. You did what? Always take Always take the over with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's a, that, that's a good point, man. <laughs> that's a good point, man. You're right. You're right. This uh, this beer is for you, brother. Appreciate hey. it. Salute. <laughs> Salute o'clock, man. Salute o'clock, buddy. And oh, the Star Wars trailer, man, that was so fantastic. So fantastic. I'm so fucking fired up. Can't dude. wait. Right. Yeah, exactly. Can't wait. December yet? Right. Uh, the only problem with it being December is that we, we've got to enjoy November lame for the New York Football Giants, man. True. I'm, true. I'm just saying, dude. We have a whole month of giving Mark shit. We can't. We can't lose it entirely. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, we've given a lot of shit already, but you know, another <laughs> a couple more months of it. Why not? I don't know. Why not? Anyway, all right, guys. We will catch you on the flip side. Have a great weekend. And uh, see you next time. Good night now. <laughs> Late. <laughs> I'll, I need I need to get like a soundbite like a Jim Rome where it just goes, rack them. <laughs> I, I feel like I've pilfered some expressions from my time as a Jim Rome fan. I really do. <laughs> Listen to that show. Oh, and he's back on CBS Sports Radio. It's back in Richmond, by the way. Really? Uh, like 106.1. Yeah, I think it's 106.1. But yeah, CBS Sports Radio is back. Jim Rome is back in Richmond. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> All right, anyway, my favorite is Dan, Dan Patrick and Rich Eisenman. I love those two guys. But Jim Rome, dude, that's like going home, man. It's like going home. All right, brother. Catch y'all, catch y'all a little bit later. Good night. Peace, bro. See ya. Damn, dude. Two hours and 52 minutes. Come on, Shannon. Baby,
freaking sports brew. God bless. <laughs> Always take the over. Always take the over. <laughs> well, you know, we do like the over here at the sports brew for more reasons than one. Anyway, on that note, good night. <laughs> Let that go, dude. <laughs> really? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, already closed that tab. Already broke free from that tab, dude. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry, man. We're just gonna have to shake off that reference, bitch. <laughs> No, Shannon, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm like, I'm not gonna do you like that. Whoa! Wait a second. Where's, hey now. Where, where's Tom Petty when you need him? Look. <laughs> what? What is that? No, that's the wrong thing. Oh, that's because I typed "let me go" instead of "let it go." <laughs> that serves me right. I'm like, what in the hell? That's not in any way, shape, or form related to what we do. Here we go. Shannon, Shannon, Shannon. This one's this one's for you. And on that note, we're done. We're out. Good night. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it, it, it's over. For real this time, it's For over. For real. Like the New York Giants season. It's <laughs> it's over. It's Are over. Are you sure? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, if they got to recruit D-Stat to play fullback, <laughs> running back, wide receiver, and all of it, bro... It's done, man. Well, let's just hope he takes his inhaler with him in the Mile High City. <laughs> he might need an extra one. I'm just remember, D-Stad, the bong is not an inhaler, although it's we- it- it's legal in Colorado. My goodness. It's medicinal. It might, it might be helpful. You never know. Maybe. Might be helpful. <laughs> Could help. Wow. Look, Freestyle Friday, dude. Freestyle Friday. J-O-B, buddy. J-O-B. And Shannon, Shannon, I just want to let you know, my mama gave me that J. <laughs> <laughs> dude, 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 I swear to you, we need to set up the big screen, the projector, and that and that big gigantic ass screen outside, and we, not, we need to watch Friday, one Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and El- me and Lindy, dude, we watched it enough a few times together on a Friday night, just drinking, hanging out. I mean, it, yes, it's mandatory viewing. We got to do it. Lindy. <laughs> the podcast that won't end, it won't die. <laughs> Have fun with the Jets this weekend, bro. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. That's all right. I just wanted to play a song for a minute. That's all. That's it. And now I'm done with it. Get off my lawn! <laughs> uh, Easy, shit. Get off my lawn! You like that? You like that? Hell yeah. And now we're done. Good night, peace out, and goodbye. <laughs>
I wish I wish I hadn't cut the record button off, man. I wish I had that recorded. That was great. That's an all timer right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it surprises me you don't have like some really good sound bites of all of us just making oh, I, dumbass comments. Of course I do. Of course I do. Of course I do. Some of them are fantastic. That that was pretty good though. So I'm gonna raise a glass. I'm gonna raise a glass to you, sir. Like I said, I was celebrating the big win today, so Two Rod Gardeners. Yeah. And you're drunk and you don't give a fuck. Pretty much. <laughs> and I don't have to get up in the morning, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> Obviously not you. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my She's God. going to work, so now I'll be like, yep, I can sleep. No, Randy, I forgot what you said already, man. Say it again. <laughs> I said I'm already drunk and I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, you they're like two Rod Gardeners. Oh yeah, I had two Rod Gardeners, and I'm, I mean, I'm celebrating tonight, man. It's a great thing. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you'd say it again, and you didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because I couldn't fucking remember it after. Uh, yeah. All right, just like, start with what you drank. What the book did I say? What was that? Just start with what you drank, and then go into drunk, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, I had two Rod Gardeners of uh, vodka and cranberry juice, and you know what? I'm drunk already, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> so we'll have another beer, okay? There you <laughs> we'll go. Have another beer. We'll have another <laughs> beer. Uh, you know, hold on, hold on. Family Guy. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on the teleprompter. There it is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. There's no words there to play us out. What does that mean, to play us out? To end the show? Yeah, yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we'll leave you with a... I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! <laughs> I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! In five, four, three... That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Stewie Griffin. Thanks for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. <laughs> so fantastic. <laughs> so fantastic, man. What anyway. season that was when he did that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, for those who don't know, this is a shot-for-shot remake of Bill O'Reilly's actual freakout on set. Yes, we knew that. <laughs> fucking thing sucks of course it has to be in the YouTube comments <laughs> <laughs> nothing new is added I mean <laughs> hello you're missing the point oh man I can't believe this exists this is amazing <laughs> anyway alright <laughs> good night <laughs> alright fellas have a good one <laughs> you too, yeah, you too. late <laughs> <laughs> <See ya. laughs>